on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have a very special show. Uh, one of my very, very, very best friends in the whole entire world is here on the show. And a lot of you guys really need to know who this man is. Uh, but before I introduce him, I want to remind you that today we have Andy and DJ and Hottie Rambod cruise the motherfucking internet. That's right. For those of you guys who are familiar with Hottie, you understand that this is a fucking legend in the studio today. But to me, he's just my buddy. And uh, I'm honored to have you here, bro. Thank you for having me, brother. Yeah. Um, a lot of you guys don't know, but Hani and I are, I mean, I think you're one of my very, very best friends in the world. We talk every single day and have for years. And uh, we wanted to have him on the show because he's got a lot of cool shit to say. And um, bro, I, like it's long overdue to have you on the show. So it's really cool to have you here. No, I, I, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with everything that you've done. And it's honestly... I'm in awe being able to walk through the halls here and seeing the growth and going from the Because last building. time you were up here, we were at our old spot. Yes. See, we yeah. haven't seen each other because COVID, you were living in, uh, out in California. Tommy Farm. Yeah. And fucking locked down and, and literally in your house for two fucking years. Yes. And um, we haven't got to hang out in a long time, dude. No. So this is like, this is a, a new thing for you to see what we got going on out here. But uh, I mean, bro, look, you know, um, Real talk, like we wouldn't, I wouldn't be here without you. You know, a lot of you, a lot of people don't know that like you helped me with my nutrition and my, my mind game. Like everybody's got a fucking mental coach, right? Right. And uh, I have one as well. And, and my coach actually is Hani. It's nice putting a face uh, to this mysterious person who, I, who you send all your fucking pictures to. Yeah, I take yeah. the progress pictures, yeah. right? DJ then, takes my nudes. I yeah. send them to Hani. Yeah. So it, like, <laughs> it was nice putting a face in there. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. when you guys yeah. always walk in and calling me on your walk. Yeah. Like, like FaceTiming yeah. me. Yeah. And then I see him in the corner. Yeah. Little yeah. corner face action <laughs> yeah. going on. That's right. When you're doing 75 hard outside. Yeah. See, yeah. Hani will be coaching DJ like third party through my FaceTime. Yeah. Over. Hey, honey, what should I do though, bro? <laughs> I know. You were already asking that this, earlier today. We were in the gym. And it's been a year since you got hurt. Yeah. There's been so much going on. Uh, you're at your all-time best up until that point. And that was a big roadblock for you. Yeah. And it was actually like devastating for me. I mean, mentally, you know, like I had worked. I mean, you know how fucking hard I worked. Yes. Like I fucking gave everything I fucking had to get where I was. And then to like know that I'm going to have to watch it go away. That was really fucking hard. In 15 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was going in 15 seconds. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, the anticipation of the withering mm. was the worst part. I know you were calling me yeah. stressed the fuck out. Anxiety. How can I minimize ridden. this? And then, and everybody who knows when you're going from your best ever to now all of a sudden an injury, that would be going from Barry Bonds hitting home runs to all of a sudden now. Can't swing a bat. Can't swing a bat. Exactly. It was... And it was devastating because you were so stressed out. You, you were hitting me up four times a day yeah. saying, what am I going to do? What can we do? Can, yeah. you know, and I said, we're going to train legs. We're going to work around it. You're going to get that anxiety down from still training, but you're yeah. going to have to work on your lower body. You're going to have to figure out if you need that surgery or not. And we're going to have to create a good, concise plan 
and stick to it. Yeah, and keep we did. Your head. I'm yeah. say that's that's the best we part. We did. We did yeah. a good job, bro. We minimized the fucking atrophy for sure. Like like I probably shouldn't be where I'm at right now. No, you're way ahead. Yeah. Anybody else would have just capitulated. Mm-hmm. They would have came. Well, off the, the old diet. me would have too, bro. Like the when you and I first met. Yep. Had that happened before the last four years of like mental work and and you know, bro, I would have fucking quit. I would just been like, fuck it, I'm rich. I'm fucking, I don't need to be in shape no more. I don't need my right hand. Anyway. Right, bro. And I've been back in the bar getting fucked up. Yeah. Like you were saying for six fucking hours a day. No, no, 12. Yeah. You were negotiating down to six yeah. when I first met you. Yeah. And you're like, look, can I go back to that one day a week going back to the restaurant and the outdoor patio? The weather's going to be nice. I'm going to do the chicken wings and the beers, yeah, yeah. but I'll only do it once a week. I was doing my protein, bro. I was like, I'll get my protein in with those chicken wings and <laughs> I'll get my carbs in with the fucking beer. That's it. I, that, it. And that was a negotiation back then. And then it was just that mental conditioning to get you to that point where even when you got hurt, it was literally just using that mindset that you had been able to really create through all of this whole journey that you've been on. Honey, the day of surgery, like after his fucking surgery, mm-hmm. we're doing fucking outdoor cardio. Like, an hour ago, yeah, he was fucking sleep. You know so what I'm saying? Like, a certain person was yelling at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah. Well, I think that what I would honestly, because I'm worried. I'm yeah. always worried about him going a little extreme the other way. Yeah. Because he's no simple Susie. He, you have to really understand high functioning individuals. When you turn it on, you got to be careful because sometimes you can't control it. Dude, you know what's funny though? Like, people don't understand this. Like, you've won. Uh, you know, 20 Olympia titles as a coach, yep. right? Uh, you've been a part of some amazing legacies with athletes. Uh, you have an amazing company in Evagen, makes amazing products. It's the only, it's really the only other company I will use their products. Um, and you've done all these things and people think that you know all these like secret secrets and really that your fucking secret, like Hani's, and I might be not, I don't know if I should say this or not, but your secret it has nothing to do with like the diet or the exercise and it has everything to do with his ability to handle uh people that are unhandleable by other people mm. like and that's why he's the fucking best that's just the way it is and um bro i does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah. like dude it takes a certain kind yeah. of person to be able to coach someone who thinks like yeah fuck you i'm not talking i'm fucking i know what i'm doing yeah and, and that's not a humble ego place like bro I know my shit. Like well, I see that too. It's, like it's, yeah. But I'm saying, like, from a science standpoint, a food standpoint, I mean, there ain't fucking nothing I don't really know. Like I'm fucking right. I'm in this industry too. I've been in it for a long time. I actually forgot more shit than most people ever fucking know. Yeah. But like to be able to hone in the mentality and get people focused and get people to perform, I I'm you're the best. Yeah. Period. Uh, and I think that's what makes you fucking I'm great. Putting that bro. together now, it actually makes sense, man. So like like there'll be times, bro. We're like, I mean, what, what does he have to do after a workout? Fix. Yep. Right? There'll be fucking times. Check-ins. He's like, fuck, I got fucking send these pictures on. Let's go. Like, nobody makes him do fucking anything. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? For him to fucking stop. So now I'm putting two and two together now. Like, that yeah, makes but see, that was sense. the thing. When we first started talking, you know, like, because we were friends and yeah. then we started talking about, like, I'm like, hey, man, would you mind helping me with this a little bit? And that's kind of how it started. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, I fucking, but like, bro, you have to work with someone who you fucking respect. Mm. Like you remember me telling you this? Yes. I'm like, bro, you're the only person I will fucking listen to. Mm. Like I won't listen yeah. to anybody else. Yeah, yeah, like I just won't. Doesn't happen. Like, no. and, and you know. And you yeah. got to build a layer of trust, right? Yeah. 
And the relationship goes a long way. And that's one of the reasons why anyone I end up working with, I have to build a relationship and I got to understand what their mentality is. Because if you're starting off sentences, the problem you run into is that if someone's starting a sentence with, with, I know, when you're giving them the information and they're saying, I know, that means then why the fuck are you asking me if that's you right. know? Mm. And, and I know so- enough, here's what I know enough, bro. I know enough that you're fucking smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not really being smarter than you. It's that I know what you need when you need it. Yeah. And I know when to throttle you and when to be able to back you off yeah. as much but as I can. But that's what makes you so fucking good at what you do, bro. That's why you're able to handle these high level competitors and get the best out of them, get things out of them that nobody was ever able to get. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I value our relationship tremendously. Dude. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I do too. I, I feel that also you inspire me with everything you've done, what you do, you, Sal, you know, seeing big Jim in there, yeah. the whole family unit and how you treat everybody like family. It's given me a lot of insight because I am so one-sided with me because when you get to kind of a level of working that you have no balance you have to go back and try to evaluate that and say, what are my strong points? What are my weak points? And I understand where my strong points are, but I need to be able to figure out how to put time and effort into my weak points. And that's when I look at you and I ask you, hey, look, company culture, it's something I'm trying to work on, moving my company and my family and everything from Northern California to, to Texas. To Texas. Yeah. So now we, we're in Dallas and it's one of those things that you've been telling me for years, get the fuck out of there because you are never going to be able to really get your company to another level if you're in Silicon Valley and you don't do what people in if you don't do what people in Rome do it's going to be very difficult. So if you want to make the next Facebook and you want to make the next Google, you're in the right spot for it. Yeah. But when companies in Silicon Valley that are tech are leaving tech Silicon Valley to go to Texas or go to any of these other states, what's happening now is they're like sitting watching the the jungle burn. And then when the lions and the elephants are leaving and we're like the little monkeys, right? Yeah. Supplements are like, it's, probably time to go. it's time to roll, bro. Yeah. It's time to get the fuck out. Yeah. And, and it was that, that, that was the, the turning point. And you and I speaking a lot, starting my own podcast. Yeah. You got me going into yeah. that. You got me going into that. Um, it was one of those things where I was so caught up in it, doing what I do that I couldn't sit back and say, Hey, what do I really need? But you we're able to sit down and say, hey, look, bro, I'm watching you. I'm, I'm seeing what you do too. Let me reciprocate some of the things that you're doing for me by being able to give you a little bit of information that went a long way. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know what's funny? Like, dude, every time I mention you, you know, I wrote about you in 75 Hard Book, um, or I mentioned that we're friends and shit, like people in the industry, because, the, you know, the industry culture has been so fucked for so long. They're like, can't get it. And it's like, bro, we're fucking homies and we help each other fucking win. That's what the fuck we do. And like, it, you know, like even when I, when I posted your picture earlier, people are like acting like they're surprised. I'm like, what are you surprised about, dude? Like, this is how it's supposed to be. Right. Like, it's supposed to be people helping each other win. And uh, that's one of the best things that I've, you know, out of all the guys I've met, I've met a lot of really great people over, you know, the 24 years I've been in this industry. But you know, the fact of how selfless you are and, and, and your willingness to help, bro, it's really a special thing. So no, thank you. Um, it's one of the things I admire most about you. You know, there's no jealousy. There's no fucking like envy either way. And we just help each other get better. And bro, it's, it's rare. 
You know, it's fucking rare. And I think you're starting to see it a little bit more with certain people. I do companies. see it a little bit more. I think the younger guys who are coming through, um, the, you know, some of the younger companies, mm -hmm. I see them collaborating and working mm -hmm. together. I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like that to me, like when I see companies that are both involved in the same area and they're young guys and they're or young girls and they're working together with other companies, like that shit didn't happen 20 years ago. People don't really understand that. Like, Back in the day, it was fucking straight up fuck you war. Gladiator. Yeah, bro, for real. It, it was. was. Like, if you weren't on the fucking team, fuck you. Yeah. And um, these the new the new culture that I would like to say, you know, I, I think we've had a part in shaping. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's really cool to see some of these younger, younger athletes, younger companies, um, not only to grow, but work together to grow. I think that's what, that's, that's what the industry was always missing. You know what I'm saying? There was too much jealousy, too much divide. And now it's people are figuring out. Well, hold hold on, dude. You're doing the same thing I'm doing. It's fucking hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard. Hey, how about we help each other? And like, I, I don't know. It's I think it's really cool. I think there's a couple things that go along with that. Number one, in this industry, in this testosterone laden industry, your ego is not your amigo, and that's where it's been. That's where it was about. It was always about look. If I end up wanting to do a collaboration, it's going to be a sign of weakness. Yeah. And much more in this industry than any other industry. And I feel that now when you see really cool people work together, really cool, successful people work together, because a lot of the stuff that we first started talking about was cars. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. we come from a car culture. Yeah. We love that cars. Is a, that is what we first became buddies over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Mark Bell was, was yeah, somebody that you right. saw. I took yeah. somebody that I started working with. I did a podcast. It was yeah. like this. Yeah. With Mark Bell. Yeah. And I said, you challenge him to do a show. Yep. I yeah. said, you need to do and a show. Fucking, and dude, he still looks fucking amazing. He's he still never Jack. Went never went back. Yeah. Never went back. But he was a power lifter that had been really heavy. You know, and powerlifters for those that don't really follow powerlifting are like bodybuilders who don't like to diet. You know, those are those big dudes that were eating cheeseburgers and whatnot because yeah, they yeah. make because they're that all was about, him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, and then then he started cleaning it up a little bit. Then I sat down with him, it just randomly he hit me up and I was in Sacramento and he says, "Can you come and do my podcast? I'd love for you to be here. I heard you're in town." And I said, "Yeah," I just literally went over there, did it, and during his show, I sat down and said, "You're so into this bodybuilding, you follow bodybuilders." Because a lot of people follow bodybuilding for various reasons, but he follows bodybuilding because he truly loved it. And I said, why don't you do a show? And he was, well, if I had a good coach. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I said, let's go. Yeah. 11 weeks, there's a show yeah. here in Sacramento. Yeah, bro. And he did not fucking miss a fucking point on no. that diet. He was shredded. Yeah. He won his division. He, I think he took second in the other opener divisions, but he won like several different uh, trophies. And he went there, he crushed and he doesn't have the best genetics because he's got a little bit wider waist. And But at the end of the day, he made up for it because of the fact that he was able to cross his T's and dot his I's. And he really was able to execute a plan that as I continue to help give him all of the details, he, he just kept doing it, kept yeah. doing it. And then he had a great result on stage. Pictures were out. Next thing you know, you had commented back on on something that he tagged with me. Yeah. And then we started talking because I'd seen you, followed you. And I said, Oh, okay, great. This is this is a cool little thing. And then we started getting on the phone talking about cars, and yeah. uh, you know, I think you had saw, seen a lot of the stuff that I would go do at some of the local tracks, yeah. And uh, found out that you were a car nut like me, and um, a higher level car nut than me. But, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're a better driver. 
I'm maybe a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. That's just because <laughs> no, I, I really got, is. Yeah. You know, I, got, I can fucking drive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No just shit. a little bit. Yeah. But that's only because I, I live, you know, near Laguna and Sonoma for a little bit. But Andy's kind of guy that if he just tracked for like six weeks, he would smoke my ass. Six weeks. But um, the whole thing about it was the fact maybe, that we were able five. to. <laughs> so at that point, then when you look at it all, I said, okay, great. We're starting to get along. And then it was kind of like he was feeling me out. From day one, this motherfucker is feeling me out because he was like, okay, cool. I can talk to this guy on the phone. We can sit there and shoot the shit. And then he started. Well, you're waiting for the fucking thing. You're waiting for the, you're waiting, you know, you're waiting for the fucking thing to show itself. I was talking to JT from Black mm -hmm. Rifle about this exact thing. You're getting, I know where you're going with this. These, these, the new friendships, right? Yep. Like, and he told me, he's like, bro, because like at that point in time, you know, you were you and I was me. We yeah. both had a reputation. Mm -hmm. We both had success mm -hmm. and he has this rule he, he brought up he's like you go to a 180 day probation period and if you don't ask for anything in 180 days you could get to still be the friend right so like i was like all right this is cool where am i going to figure out when's it going to when is the thing coming you know <laughs> when's it going to be like something else or or the negative part or whatever and it just never fucking happened and like bro that's one of the things that i love most about you is that you're fucking the most genuine motherfucker I think I've fucking met in this entire industry ever. So, you know, this is a good dude right here. Yeah. Well, and I feel the feelings mutual, but the crazy thing about it is I think exactly what you said was going on without me even knowing it was kind of going on. Because when you go back and look at it, now that we're talking about it, you got DJ here and we're sitting here going, he was feeling me out. Right. And I'm just sitting here going, Oh man, I wonder what you think about that four GT you have because I, I've never driven one manual. Oh, it's the best yeah. car. It's this and that. Yeah. And then you get quiet and he's just waiting for me to ask him for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's because you get like trauma. <laughs> like you get traumatized because like, dude, dude, and I hate to say this. It's just part of like becoming uh, successful. Like, you know, pe people don't look at you as a, most people don't look at you as a human dude. Mm. Like they look at you as a solution to something that they have a problem, problem with. Yeah. And, so, you know, and you, what happens is, is un, un, unintentionally, you kind of become this person that is very kind of reserved. We were talking about this at the smoothie bar. Like mm -hmm. you were saying, hey, bro, you need to like yeah. come out in public some more because like people think that like you're, you're a character. Yes. And that's not who the fuck you are. Yes. And he, he's like, you know. Yeah. I guarantee you, whoever's listening to this podcast for the first fucking time, they're going to be like this Andy Frisella guy is a certain way because he's so outspoken. He's so raw. He's so this, and he swears so much and whatever the fuck they want to say, they want to think about a preconceived notion. Yeah. They, it's like almost like an actor in a role yeah. that they think that they've been typecast and they're going to say, that's the guy that is this certain person because I keep seeing him in that same film or that same type of film. They say the same thing to me when they find out that we're friends yeah. and they go, is, is he, is that real? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, and I'm not no, talking, I get it. and I'm not talking about people that are in the bodybuilding industry. I'm talking about regular people. I got a friend of mine who's a doctor that you know. He's a car guy, and he's and he said to me one time, he goes, "Is Andy really like that?" And I go, "Yeah, but that's just him. It's not because he's pretending to be. He's just that outspoken because he's fucking passionate. Yeah, and he's taken his passion, and he's been able to take his passion to everything he's done, and he's super successful. But a lot of people don't realize that the human side of you, and I feel that some of that stuff gets a little bit 
That's why when we talked about a smoothie bar, yeah, yeah. right? And that's just about saying, hey, look, man. Well, you're, when you're, people don't know, when people don't know, they automatically connect the dots as to what they know, right? Or what so, they think they know. That's right. So what they've, their perspective is, you know, with other experiences with other people, when they see a gap in someone that they can't connect, they just connect it. It's like, it's like filling in, um, you know, the gap with the story that you've already experienced because that's what makes the most sense, right? And, and dude, that happens to me all the fucking time. Like, I fucking get it. Like, everywhere I go, everybody, like, when I meet people and shit, they're like, bro, you're, what do they say every fucking time? The exact you're, same fucking You're thing. no different. You're, same you're the fucking person. same dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? There's the bios right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, that's just human nature, man. It but is. The point is, I do need to get out more. You do. I'm with you. You do. You yeah. need to get out of the bubble a little bit. Because you've created this amazing place to work, live, everything else. And you've also, what I admire about you the most is the fact that you also bring those that really go out of their comfort zone along to, with your journey, your successes. I was talking to my DJ about it this morning when we was, he came and picked me up at the hotel. And he said, he goes, look, man, I came from the wrong side of the tracks. I came from some really impoverished shit right? Gangland, I believe you. I'm talking real shit. Yeah. Okay. Gangland shit. And you came in and started being around you and high tide raises all ships. And this is where people have to really take this life lesson and go to the next level with it because this relates to every piece of your life and your being. You can't sit there and say, I'm only going to do this with certain parts of my life. Every part of your life, the lowest common denominator is going to draw you fucking down. And when you turn around and you create that energy and that inner circle, it's going to elevate you and you, it'll, the people around you are going to want to see. You want to be the brokest dude there. That's it. Because then you're, you're going look, to do nothing but win. Yeah. And that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Success be, breeds success. And what a lot of people don't realize is everyone says, hey, honey, I want you to do this for me. I said, look, I may be good, but I'm not God. Okay, they've got similar letters, but there's one yeah, O yeah. that separates the yeah, two. You've, he's uh, he, I've heard that a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Directly from me to you. Yeah, that's right. I'm good, but I'm not God. Yeah, that's right. Right? He'll send me screenshots, DJ. He'll send me screenshots of certain people, you know, some celebrities, yeah. some, some different athletes, yeah. and be like, bro, how many weeks till this? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and it's one of those things where I feel that when you sit down and you're creating that and you're trying to take someone from good to great or from great to legendary, there's a process to that. But it's not just physical. You have to pave the road mentally first. The mental health of the individual, the mental fortitude of the individual, all of those aspects are what make somebody legendary or the best versions of themselves. In some cases, the best in the world at what they do, okay? You are the best in the world, I believe, in being able to motivate people and doing their guest speaking and being able to do this podcast where you have, you trigger people into becoming a better person and a better version of themselves. I do it in a, on a physical level and I have to turn around and be able to get their mind straight to get them to go out of their comfort zone, even if they're really good at what they do. Dude, the best thing that you do, bro, it, it, you know exactly, like, bro, you, listen, you think you're fucking fooling me, bro. 
Like, I know your fucking tricks. Like, this motherfucker knows the exact thing to say, bro. That, like, it's just like, fuck. Yeah. And I got to fucking go deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when, he's, he's a physical bitch, no, like, boss voice. Bro, listen. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100% that. Yeah. Like, you, he, what he does, what you do fucking amazing, bro, better than anybody I've ever met, real talk, is that you start to understand the person so well that you know exactly the sentence to say to get them to fucking get up and go fucking do their shit. Yeah. And it's to do it the right way too. Like, and it's not always the same sentence or the same thing. Like you have a gift for that, dude. I don't know if, I mean, you probably know that, but you're the best in the world at that. Well, I, I feel that I've been very successful with how I've been doing it, but I feel that I'm always trying to understand people on a better like even dj i already know five different things about him that i've got him already he's oh, time, you know, he, he, he was coming over to us when we were training earlier yeah, yeah. and you were going through shoulders and he kept coming over to us and he's like how did you do that again yeah, what's yeah. going on and then he came over by the third time he came over because he was working on a different body part he came over he's like i'm gonna get fucking shredded yeah you know i'm yeah. gonna turn around because the energy was so good yeah. it's so high and it's about frequency it's a, to get that positive energy to create frequency and being able to get people to resonate on that same frequency so that they can be able to really just motivate them to be their best version of themselves is what this is all about. And, and you are so good at being able to do that on podcast, Arate, all the other brands that you deal with. And I look at that and going, wow, you're able to do that with a masses. I mean, I do this very one-on-one, -on -one, but you could do this with a shit ton of people. Now that's my question. Like, honey, how many people at one time are you like like what's your limit of people you can work with at one time? Less like, than a dozen. Less than so a dozen. Less than that 12. includes yeah, that's less yeah. than a dozen Bro, at, at any given you time. You don't understand. Like, see, to me that I even that is a shit ton to me. Like that yeah. sounds like a fucking lot. Yeah. That's and that's at different levels. That's not all competitors. That's yeah. half competitors and half people that are CEOs of their company or they're very high level functioning in their, you know, gigantic corporate environment that I work with to try to be able to take them to uh, a higher level but again and that's that's in all the different projects i'm doing at any given time outside of evagen outside of anything else i work with so so i mean like let me ask you this honey because like okay so you got 12 people that's 12 different personalities that's mm -hmm. all requiring different parts of you whether mentally physically time right like so i think the average person that sounds draining how do you recharge yourself what recharges honey what 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 gets you what gets you back in the fucking game to keep going the wins the wins the wins always recharge you that's like fucking super mario brothers when you eat the mushroom yeah that's the level do, 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 do. yep yep we got you that's it that's it that's that's it because the wins for me is what is like plugging in your phone at night mm. and, and waking up i mean i'm normally functioning in about four to five hours sleep yeah, i'm trying yeah if that but but it's something where then after a week or two weeks or three weeks then i'll sleep 12 hours because my body will do that. I don't, I don't recommend this for anybody else. I literally am trying to work on my own path where I'm balancing. And one of the reasons- People don't realize also that you have athletes all over the world. All over the world. Yeah, it's not just here in the United States. Right. No. Like, dude, not, yeah. no. when his athletes are on the other side of the world, guess what he's got to do? He's got to hop on the fucking phone. And their mornings are his nights. That's his right. nights are their fucking mornings, yeah. It's a 24-hour deal, dude. Yeah. yeah. And that's why when you have, you're dealing with the Middle East, you're dealing with Europe, you're dealing with Far East Asia, all of those different time zones that you're working with, you have to sometimes work around those. Most of the time, you're, I'm working around their time schedule. They're not working around mine. 
because that's what I know that they need. So when you're looking at that and you're trying to be able to balance those things out, you have to understand when to push who and who gets priority depending on where they're at in that life cycle. Where is it that they need to peak, whether it's a physical peak or whether it's an emotional peak? Because when perfect example is when we're working and towards your very best part, a third of the time when I was working with you and, you know, it was so difficult to be able to get you to understand how good you were looking Mm -hmm. and how amazing your transformation has been. But because you're such a perfectionist and you're such a chaser, you weren't able to smell your flowers. You weren't able to stop and smell the roses. That's a common thing across my life. Right. Well, high-functioning individuals, yeah. you know, are like that. Bro, I'm so, sitting there looking at like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> and it, what it took was an injury for you to be able to literally force you to pump the brakes so that you could turn around and be like, fuck, I was that good. Mm. I go, now do you see? So what we're going to do is we're going to build that base camp as we're building the journey to the pinnacle of Everest. And then we're going to be able to create base camp at a higher level than you've ever been. Come back from that journey of saying, hey, I got hurt. Let's go through the rehab process. And now after the rehabilitation, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this process so much more now. I'm already enjoying it. Like today, our training that we had, I told you, I haven't had a workout like that in, since I got hurt. Not because it was difficult. It was difficult. We train shoulders, which is the injured part of me. So yes, it was very difficult, but it wasn't because of that. It was because it was, I'm finally in a spot where I can like legitimately um, enjoy the movement mm-hmm. and enjoy the work. Get the and, pump. Bro, yeah. and after you don't have it for like when you're like, because for me, dude, I'm not getting on stage. That's not what the fuck I'm doing. Like I'm trying to be my best to hold a high standard. So that I could talk all the shit about having high standards, right? <laughs> right. Like, so like for me, it's, it's a little bit different. You know right. what I mean? Like I have to build myself, uh, you know, there can't be holes in my game to say the shit I say. I believe that. Like I was that person mm. who was overweight, who was speaking about motivation and shit because I was rich as fuck. Okay. But that's, that's not enough. And, and that's not, you know, that's, I don't want any holes. Yeah. And so like, I, and I don't want to be kind of good. I want to be the fucking best. And so for me, it's a little bit different. One of the things that, that we would do together that people don't realize is like we would try to peek out around my speaking engagements, yep. not physically, but mentally. And that shit mm-hmm. matters, bro. Like all of this shit is connected. Like everybody out there that thinks like you're getting by on a, on a mediocre physique or even out of shape physique. First of all, let me tell you, if you look back at the pictures of me when I was 36 years old, I was fat as fuck and completely miserable, alcohol every fucking day, you know, and I'm 36, bro, like 350 pounds. Like how many people come back from that shit? Not many. Very few. Yeah. And so for you guys out there who are in that position and maybe you're 46, I don't fucking know. You could still do this. Like it's still highly possible and you should do it because the amount of good that will, it will create in your life in all levels is worth it. It's just worth it, dude. Like, the amount of like every fucking ounce of pain, every ounce of struggle, every ounce of, um, you know, tedious shit that I had to do to like change that. It like to now I look back and I'm like, I, I did that. Like, that's all it took to get this. 
Like it's a totally different perspective. Like you look at it now from the other side and you're like, fuck dude, that wasn't even kind of worth it. Like that was like, that was nothing compared to what you're getting. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And people never fucking experience that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want people to experience. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a, you know, the highest level, uh, pro bodybuilder, like you, like you work, work with, with, right. Right. Um, or you're just a, a regular person who wants to be the best that they can be, bro. I can promise you if you're not physically fit, you're not even close to fucking getting it. Yeah. Right. Just, but that's the, or, but that was the origin of 75 hard. Yeah. hundred percent. That was yeah. the origin of 75 hard yeah. showing that you could sit down and create the best version of yourself through mental and physical discipline. Yeah. That's how you end up doing it. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger such a badass dude? Because he was so good at being able to take what he learned in bodybuilding about the discipline and saying, Hey, I not only want to be the best bodybuilder in the world, winning seven Olympia titles, going out and saying, I want to be the governor of the fifth largest economy in the world. I want to turn around. He ended up marrying a Kennedy so that he turns around and be able to then has a real estate portfolio that is. So he's a winner in every area. In everything. Yeah. But it's the discipline that bodybuilding gives you. Not bodybuilding meaning you have to get on stage. Bodybuilding, like building the discipline of your body will help your mind and everything around you. It'll make you a better husband. It'll make you a better wife. It'll make you a better partner. It'll make you a better boss. It'll make you a better employee. It makes you better in every fucking category of life. No question. Let me ask you guys. No question. This is one of those like asking for a friend questions here. Right. Um, But like real shit, because like Andy, like we talk about all the time, right? You have a lot of people who are striving for success. They have a hard time comprehending it because they've never seen it. They've never seen like, you know, what real success fucking looks like. You have to see that. Do you guys think that that's the same when it comes to like physical shape and physical fitness, right? Like I've never had, personally, I've never had abs. I don't know what the fuck DJ looks like with abs. I can't can't even comprehend it. Listen. So how do you get around that? So how I always did that, like, and then we're blessed to live in an age, you know, where we do have access. I know I shit on social media a lot Mm -hmm. and I shit on the the way that it hooks us in and how it mind fucks us and that. But the truth of the matter is um, there's so many transformations out there. Like what I always used to do is find people that sort of look like me in the before. And then I'm like, okay, well look how they look after. And actually the truth is I look almost just like them dudes in the after, if not better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And before like the first guys that ever really came out with before and after was bill phillips with uh with body for life mm-hmm. and he did a really good job he had a book uh it had transformations i mean bro he changed the world with that book and um and like dude honestly like we wouldn't exist without that guy like people don't give that dude enough credit in my opinion for what he did for the whole fucking industry i agree um but he that was the first time i ever saw someone who looked like me and then looked incredible after. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I can fucking be that. And right. that's and then I spent like 20 years trying to do that, which is what got me into this shit. But then what really made it click for me, bro, it, was, it wasn't the physical, the, chasing the physical result for me was never enough. It, was, it wasn't exciting enough. Where it clicked for me, bro, was that I take pride in my mental toughness and my mental fucking like uh, discipline. And when I realized that I wasn't, being disciplined and I was not mentally tough because even though I thought I was, 
Or said you was. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it clicked for me and I'm like, no, nah, fuck this. Like, fuck that food. Fuck that beer. Fuck that shit. It doesn't have any control over me at all. And that's where, when, it, when I started looking at it from a mental gain standpoint, instead of the, I just want to lose 50 pounds or I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to be ripped or this. Because I got in shape a bunch of times, but I always lost it. The only way I was ever able to keep it is by me making it a mental thing and not a physical thing. Because like, dude, like the truth is you get used to the way you look. Like if you're like, you know, if you're in good shape, you kind of get used to looking at it and you really don't, th- this is what was happening to me, by the right. way. And um, I had maintained a similar physique to that for a couple years and it wasn't, it wasn't like I wasn't seeing it anymore. And so the only thing that really has ever been able to keep me from blowing the fuck up again, like I have a million times in the past, was that dude, I recognized that it's a mental thing first. Like, and that once I started recognizing that, it changed the whole game. It changed the whole game. Um, and how much more successful you became outside of the gym. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's, it's not comparable. Right. Yeah. Because your mind followed. Yeah. You got your body in shape. You got those habits built in. And then it took everything else that to be able to take the business, everything. I mean, your decision-making prowess of being able to make the right decisions goes up dramatically when you're well yeah because you have to it starts with the food you're eating right it starts with the 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 amount of water you're drinking it starts with doing your training it start you know those are the things that build that you know people don't look at discipline the right way bro they think it's something that you either have or you don't have and they don't realize that it's something you can develop and that was me that was always me dude like i was never a guy who thought like oh dude I could fucking build the mental discipline I need. I just thought, well, fuck, dude. Those guys got it. I don't got it. I guess I'm screwed, you know? You probably didn't even think of it that way. No, I didn't. You didn't even think about the mental side. You were just like, hey, I just have to get physically into this kind of shape because that's going to make me happy. That's right. And that wasn't the case. That's like almost like money, right? Money's not just going to make you happy. No, it doesn't. What's going to make you happy is is creating an environment around you with people that care about you and that you care about them and it's all reciprocation mm-hmm. when you are able to focus on your mental state and saying i am now ready to be able to get outside of that comfort zone now it's like the difference between teaching somebody how to fish versus somebody getting fed a meal right now you have all of the tools to cope with anxiety outside of food because when we start it's talking not even about an that. option anymore no like when i get anxious like i still have anxiety i still get fucking worked up yep uh but the the going to the food or the alcohol that's not even a thought in my head anymore and like bro you know how fucking like for for you guys listening for me to properly describe how far away that is and how i am now compared to how i was before i figured this out that it was a mental fucking development problem like, bro, I couldn't go to a restaurant. I couldn't even go to a restaurant. Like, if I went to a restaurant, bro, I was eating whatever the fuck I wanted and drinking whatever I wanted until I was drunk. Every time. I had zero control at all. And, and that, that was kind of like in every area of my life, okay? And now, like, <clears throat> I can walk into any restaurant ever that I want to. And I'm going to order whatever the fuck I'm supposed to eat that day. Like, it's not a question. It doesn't matter what went wrong today. It doesn't matter, like, how bad the day happened to be or who fucking fucked me today you know what i'm saying right like, like it's just not an option it's just not an option anymore and so, that comes from the mental part of it 
So when you listen to all of those, or I should say when you read or when you're doing your speaking engagements now in somebody who's starting off kind of like DJ right now, he's talking about like coming up with abs at some point. Right. And you're very oh, it's fucking coming. Right. Well, oh, it's coming. Here you go. So let's talk about this. Now let's talk about this. You have to create accountability, right? So I was your accountability tool, right? Told you, you have to send me pictures, even when you didn't want to, you got to go to the gym, especially on the days you didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. You went in and did your cardio. Then you took it and literally lit it up and said, I'm not only going to do my cardio, honey, I'm going to go outside and fucking do it. I'm going to turn around and not only not cheat, I'm going to turn around and stick to this program. I'm going to turn around and do this for 75 fucking days. Yeah. I'm going to turn around and do this. So when you are starting out and you're listening to this podcast, you want to be able to say, how do, where do I start now? Because you have said some really, really like some major shit. There's some heavy shit. You say, look, I went from being practically a functionally alcoholic to absolutely be, being somebody addicted to food, addicted to alcohol, addicted to basically feeling better with those types of food is a drug. Don't get it twisted. When you go through that drive-through and you hit that McDonald's for those French fries, that is fucking crack cocaine. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. So that that's why it makes you feel so good. Yeah. And then you have the big down, and then you try to bring yourself. That's up why I don't again. smoke no crack no more. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I stay the fuck away from it. That's it. Yeah. So when you do that, now going over to that other extreme, they're seeing results of that. But starting out, laying out for those people out there that want to kind of go down this journey of mental fortitude, how do they do that right now? And because again, I'm used to dealing with people that are high functioning individuals, meaning that their livelihood depends on this. Mm -hmm. They're going after a title. They're going after millions of dollars in sponsorship. They're going after a big check, all of these things because their life depends on it. So therefore when I work with them, their buy-in is really high. Most people out there don't have their livelihood depending on whether or not they lose 20 pounds or feeling better. So how can we give them the tools to be able to do that right now? Well, bro, I think they just don't realize their life depends on it. If they knew how good it was on the other side, they would realize that their entire life does depend on it. Like if you remember the first time I went through 75 hard, I'm like, bro, this is it. I'm fucking doing it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what happens. I don't care if I fucking die. And I attached my, because I was public with it, right? Like I'm out there on the, on the, like I'm fucking, I told motherfuckers like, here's what I'm doing. You could do it with me. That's how the whole thing started. And I knew that if I fucking failed, that everybody would know I was full of shit. So my life did depend on it. For real. Like my right. reputation, my fucking, everything did. So like there was no fucking compromise. It wasn't an option. And Doing that over the next four years straight, honestly, bro, that's what's gotten me into the place where, you know, we were able to do work through the injury and not really fall off that hard, right? At all. Um, and for someone who's just getting started, you know, this is why the program's free. This is, it's, it's too valuable for me to like charge for you to do um, because, and honestly, there's, it's basic shit, you know, you go to episode 208 and listen to, to it, it's free. But the, the point is, you know, those first fucking 20 or 30 days, bro, it's going to take fucking pure, like, here's what I try to explain to people. 
when I lost a hundred in 2015, I lost 110 pounds. That was my first big, I was 350 pounds. I fucking lost 110 pounds. When I lost 110 pounds, I went and did a walk. Uh, and I walked up the hill that I walked when I was a hundred pounds heavier and I wore a hundred pound vest and bro, I went up the hill and almost fucking died. Cause it was like literally me wearing the weight that I was had before. Okay. But, but because I hadn't had it for so long, I didn't realize how bad it was. Mm. And dude, what the perspective it gave me was that I was actually a lot fucking tougher when I started than what I thought I was. And like, bro, I said like a little prayer. I'm like, fuck dude. Thanks fat Andy for not giving up, bro. That was some tough ass shit. Right. But at the beginning, bro, we're so, we're so, we, it's, it, it's a, you have to force it. It's force. And people don't understand that. They're like, fuck, it's fucking hard. I'm like, I know. Just don't fucking quit, bro. Just keep going. You know, like the first fucking 20 days is 75 hard for someone who's, who's like I was. Yeah. Your fucking feet are going to be blistered. They're going to fucking hurt. Your body's going to hurt. Everything's going to fucking hurt. And you're going to be like, this ain't right. No, just keep going, dude. Just keep fucking going. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you are purging yourself of the quitting. You are purging yourself of the craving. You are purging yourself of the false lie that you have told yourself for so long, which is, I need a break, or I need a rest, or I need a cheat meal, or I need a fucking reward. Motherfucker, the reason your life is fucked up is because you're always having rewards. And that's what you have to come to terms with understanding. And so if this is you, and you're at the beginning, and you're like, holy fuck, this mountain's huge. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to climb it. Well, you're going to climb it just the same way every other motherfucker's ever climbed fucking anything. You know how they did that? One motherfucking step at a time. Thanks. That is it. And bro, it's force. And, pe and some of the people who start this program, they never come to the conclusion that like you were actually way tougher when you started. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. give yourself some fucking credit, bro. Because a lot of you listening, you think, oh, I can't do this. I can't do it. No, you fucking can do it. And you should do it. Because when you get done with it, you're going to be, I am the baddest motherfucker <laughs> on the planet. I was about to say And bro, yeah. how many of you out there really feel that way? Life is better when you feel that way. It just is. It doesn't mean you're a dick. It means you feel good about yourself and you know you can handle shit. And you know no matter what fucking shit comes down the pipe today, you're going to be able to fucking handle it. Not only that, bro, just like the McDonald's french fries, that feeling is fucking addictive. Huh? That feeling right. addictive. Yeah. Like, no, you, dude, you that's get, it. You get a yeah. taste of that. It's like, bro, when we did, bro, when I did that cardio at fucking uh, Keegan's house. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, yeah. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what's the next fucking challenge? I want to maintain that. I, my whole fuck, and honey, we, honey and I have talked about this. I talked about this with you too. My whole goal. So my whole goal for myself is to wake up in the morning and know that I'm the best I've ever fucking been. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It doesn't have to do with my abs. It doesn't have to do with how fucking jacked I look, even though I like looking jacked, right? right? It has to do with knowing that I am the best I've ever fucking been today. Like, bro, that feeling is fucking addicting. That's uh, the feeling I want for everybody. Like, right. I want the feeling of knowing that when you walk, wake up in the morning, you put your motherfucking feet on the ground, you can wake up and you're going to feel fucking good because you're like, bro, I've never been better than this. Well, the mental It's acuity. a huge addicting. People will call that like narcissistic, but like, bro, like how many jobs, and careers you know are created Only losers fucking that? use that term. Exactly. It's the fucking truth. 
That's become the fucking anthem of every fucking loser on the fucking planet. Yep. Oh, he's fucking narcissistic. narcissistic. Oh, they don't even know what the fuck it Get means. Get out of the neighborhood. Oh, he's not humble. Right. Oh, he's not. Fuck you, dude. Right. Go fucking lose over there quietly. He's, I'm going to win real loud. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, I'm fucking tired of the whiny shit. Fuck off. That's real shit, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, people say like, oh, that's not like, bro, no, that's fucking amazing. You know how many careers That's called fucking confidence. It's not supposed to do it. Yes. How many jobs, how many careers are creative because of that confidence? How many people change their fucking lives? <laughs> well, it, it's not even, it, let's take it a step further than that. When you're insecure, you look at somebody who's confident and you call them arrogant. Yeah. And that's how it works mm -hmm. because you don't have a it. lot of people can't stand looking at somebody who's successful especially if they're around the same age, maybe they come from around same the same place. time, yeah. same place, went to school with each other and they can't stand. That's why a lot of people quote unquote outgrow their friends. And that's why you got to make sure that the people around you are not fucking negative. Because if you have negative people around you, stop right now. You'll never just don't even do the fucking program. Bro, honey, if you, you listen, you know, you've won and you've won real big in your life, bro. I've won pretty big, you know, I think we could both agree that doing so around that negativity is literally impossible to do. You can't. People think it's optional. They think it's like, oh, you know, I could still hang with those guys and it's all good. Even though every time you go hang with them, they're like, oh, who the fuck you think you are? You know, mm -hmm. oh, you're going to build this company. Uh, you, bro, you're making that shit in your bathtub. Uh, uh. Bro, I fucking heard it all. Same as you. Yes. Same exact shit. Same exact shit because we're in the same fucking industry, industry. in the same business. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm fucking doing it. And by the way, all you motherfuckers said that to me, guess what? I fucking did it. So eat my fucking dick. I'm just being real, dude. <laughs> it's true. It's the it's truth. True. But when you're setting but, but this dude, up. These younger motherfuckers, like you guys have to realize that that's just part of the price you're going to pay. You're going to pay the price of losing some negativity and it's going to be worth it. You're going to pay the price of working past people that don't believe in you and it's going to be worth it but they can't those are not your friends no they're not they're not your friends they might have been your friend at certain points of your life when you're growing up and you're playing together but now this isn't show this isn't show friends this is show business when you have to turn around and start really growing your career you have to cut the fucking dead weight you have to cut the it's dead weight. It's not an option. It's not. And those are family members, their friends, their people, relatives, whatever. Because how many times does somebody want to throw salt in your game when something positive happens? They turn around and they point out some negative shit that you didn't even fucking think of. Yeah, you're trying to enjoy the shit. And they're throwing doubt. And you're, they're throwing shade. And they're throwing just that negativity is going to create a fucking, it's just going to bring you down. It's not, it's, the thing is, bro, is like nowadays, like where you are, where I'm at and the, the experience, I'm not talking about financially or anything. I'm talking about just life experience. Like people can say that shit to me now and I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, look at you. You got fucking $300 in your bank account. You're fucking hundred pounds overweight. You look like shit. You fucking eat like shit. You train like shit. Your business is shit. I don't really fucking care what you think. That's the truth. But when you're trying to build it and you're trying to go through the gauntlet of the, what it takes to win, you're just not, you just can't have that same belief because you haven't done it. So like, it's super important for people to realize that it is a critical decision. It's, it's a, do you want to play small and stay small with the people that are small? Or do you want to expand and be the, you know, 
become the person that your potential will allow you to be. Right? By the way, not all of us are going to be fucking on the Olympia stage. Right? Like, bro, I fucking could train my entire fucking life forever and I'll never fucking be there. But you know what I can be? I could be pretty fucking jacked for my fucking role. You're still going to look better than 99% of the population out there. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. And anybody can do that. Right. Any peer, anybody listening. Right. That's what you're not understanding. Like, my genetics are fucking goofy, dude. Like, I don't have good genetics. I don't have to work for every fucking thing I have. It, it doesn't matter. You could still do it. Right. So when you're listening to this, what I suggest is purging, purging yourself before you start this program. So you have to do a physical and mental purge. What does that mean? That means that physically, you got to go clean out the pantry. You can't have shit that you could binge on when you're not supposed to cheat. What does it mean emotionally? Get the fuck rid of people. Put them on silent. Get them on not read. Of those people that you know are going to be the first ones to sabotage your shit. I'm with you, bro. You got to do that. And that's where these people have, you have to set up. It's have to though. Like that's the key. Like there's so many people listening right now and they're like, yeah, but I grew up with those people and blah, blah, blah. Well, bro. Okay. I get it. So do you want to stay like them? I mean, that's absolutely not. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. The hardest part is the momentum part. It's like a train, a train that stops. That's why we, I always use that analogy with you. You got to keep the momentum moving because if it stops, the longer it stops, it just rusts on the track. Yeah, and it's hard and to get it, it going. Hard to get it yeah. going. You got to grease the wheels again. You That's why that around. first 20 days we talk about, it's right. force. Yes. It's force. And by the way, I use Hani's fucking uh, FST7 training in the program. You guys all ask what I do. I put it in the 75 hard book, but just so you know, that's what the fuck I do. That's why I look so good. <laughs> <laughs> you look good today. Yeah. Hey, you know what, bro? Extra pumped. It's the best I fucking looked in a long time, man. Yeah. Felt good. But anyway... Let's do the show, man. Like we That's can go it. on and on and on. Yeah. Like, first of all, uh, our phone calls are the longest phone calls ever. <laughs> yeah. Like they're fucking. It's very common. It's a lot of text messages and, then, yeah. and then like walking back in the building. Yeah. All right, it's bro, I'll let you go. Com- yeah, it's, it's very common for an hour to two hours yeah. on the phone. So we could go for ten hours on the podcast, and we're, we're definitely going to do this more more often now because now that you're close. Yes. Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get you know how the this. show works. Talk to me. Yeah. So basically, we throw up three headlines. Uh, we talk about what may be true, what may not be true. We kind of make fun of them, and uh, and then we talk about what the problem, uh, how the problem presented could be solved. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, we do have a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. Tell a friend, man. Tell somebody. Okay. We don't run ads for the show. Uh, we don't run ads on the show, and but we do talk quite frequently about the amazing first form energy drinks uh, but it's definitely <laughs> certainly not an, not ad. an ad yeah um advertisement yeah so yeah. what you got dude i mean i got some good ones for you guys remember if you want to see any of these pictures articles links go to andyforsella.com you can find them all there and uh with that being said headline number one headline number one reads uh paypal appears to be desperately offering bribes of 15 dollars to stop droves of people canceling accounts uh quote give me 2500 for spreading misinformation and I'll consider keeping my account. <laughs> so uh, diving into this, PayPal is reportedly offering account holders 15 bucks, okay, to prevent them from closing their accounts after the platform shamefully uh, threatened to steal their money if they expressed the, quote, wrong opinion. 
Uh, PayPal announced that it would re, uh, reserve the right to take up to $2,500 from people's account if they spread hate or misinformation, meaning opinions that they dislike. Uh, after a massive backlash, PayPal backtracked, uh, and then a narrative was created by so-called fact-checkers that the entire thing never even happened. Um, PayPal never intended to find people for wrong think, despite writing an entire policy update expressing an intent to do so. These people are fucked. They're, they're, I mean, they're fucking idiots. That's essentially what it comes down to. So now- no, they're not idiots. They're not idiots. We're wrong to think they're idiots. They're not idiots. They're, they're, they're extremely fucking smart. And so how do they not know that this they, was going to fucking happen? They fucking were testing. That's it right. It was a test. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. You don't write up fake terms and conditions that accidentally get sent out. Like, there's no, like, fake policy that exists inside the walls of that company that accidentally, like, this, the whole cover story would have been way more believable had they said, yeah, we got a fucking communist that wrote our shit and their we fucking fired him. Their shit would have went through what? the roof. They would have avoided the whole thing. Yeah. But because they are going to do this again, okay, this, this was a 100% test that they wanted to see what would happen if they implemented this sort of control. Because what's happening right now is they cannot control the internet. They created the internet for control and now they can't control the information on the fast. internet. So the weapon that they built is now blowing up in their fucking face. So their next step to try and regulate thought and think and language is to find people who are off narrative. And you are seeing this consistently amongst some of the biggest banks in the world as well. Some of the biggest banks in the world, and I know a guy personally who just got his account frozen, and then he went to, they, they sent him a letter. They said, hey, and I know this dude. Like, I fucking know him real well. And I'd say his name, but I'm not going to put his business out there. If, if, if I said his name, every motherfucker on this fucking podcast know who the fuck he was. He got his fucking bank account fucking frozen. He hasn't said anything because they got his fucking money. Okay? These are the things that people come and tell me. Right. So they've got millions of dollars of this dude's money. They froze it. All right? They, they, they've sent him a letter. They said, hey, you need to move. Just like they're doing to Kanye now. You guys right. see what they're doing to Kanye? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. crazy. They're kicking him out of Chase Bank. Well, the same thing with, that they're doing with Kanye, they're doing with this, this, you know, he's an entrepreneur, bro. I mean, he's, he's made some money, but he ain't fucking Kanye, all right? And they won't tell him why. They won't give him a reason why. And I'm not going to say the bank name either because I'm gonna, hopefully it'll get resolved. But my point is, is they, they froze his accounts and they said, yeah, we're going to send you the money and a check here in a couple of weeks. Well, this is this whole company's payroll account. So that kind of creates a big fucking problem for a lot of people. He's got a big company, right? So they're freezing people's accounts that say and stand for things that are not in line with what they are believed to be the narrative, what their opinion is. And this PayPal thing, in my opinion, it was, it was all a test to see if it would be accepted or rejected. And I got to be honest with you, um, it seems to be rejected, but it wasn't rejected enough. It just wasn't. And the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to see these bank things happening more and more frequently. Bank canceling is going to become the biggest fucking thing out there. And 
Uh, any of you guys who don't agree with the narrative, you're going to have to start looking for fucking other places to put your shit. I'm going to say that's the biggest thing, though, bro, because all these major banks, they're all FDIC. They're all tied into the same thing. They're all getting their shit from it's the same place. very dangerous shit, dude, what they're doing. So it's like, where, like, like there, I don't, is, there, is there an opportunity for a new, you know, civilian-ran bank that's yeah, not 100%, tied to these motherfuckers? But do you know how to start a bank? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, how do you do that? Right. Well, I don't know because I'm not even a fucking banker. Yeah. <laughs> but- I mean, like, dude, this is very dangerous, and I don't think people are understanding how dangerous it really is. Yeah. But are you underestimating the backlash? Because if it wasn't a major issue, you wouldn't see this $15 because they're giving people $15 for a reason. And it's coming, I'm assuming, right after on the heels of this. So obviously, they're trying to create some damage control. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to do yeah, this, bro, they lost ten billion dollars in the last week. Bro, they were trying to incentivize people to get the vaccine with fucking cheeseburgers. Right, that's true. Because the amount of money they stand to make, yeah, fucking Bill power. De Blasio, the mayor of New York City, on fucking TV with his fat ass stuffing his fucking face, saying, mm-mm, "This is some mighty fine cheeseburger. Tastes better it's since I got vaccinated." Guess what? All you got to do is get vaccinated, and and now we have millions of people having fucking problems with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That the Pfizer's come out and admitted that they didn't do any fucking test to see if it actually stopped the virus. Everybody who took the shit is waking the fuck up. And these people are in deep shit. Yeah. They're in deep shit. And by the way, they're they're fining Alex Jones a billion fucking dollars for free speech violation. And by the way, what he did and said was completely fucked up. It was wrong. But at the same time, you can't fine a citizen a billion dollars in a country where you have freedom of fucking speech and then let the government and the media and the politicians propagate a medical fucking treatment that was not tested, push it on the public involuntarily, okay? And now these people are getting sick, having problems, and then say, uh, we're going to find them nothing? We're going to do nothing to them? Right. Right. Bro, this is dangerous. Like, legitimately dangerous what do you think is going to happen well texas has a fucking law there, there's a maximum on uh damages so. it wasn't in law it wasn't in texas it's a fucking connecticut i thought they were that's where they were testing nope. the case at nope oh you're talking about PayPal? Tri- no no i'm for, talking about for, alex jones for alex jones yeah that, co- that court ruling was in connecticut oh shit and and by the way um you don't have to agree or believe you could think alex jones is a total piece of shit but the fa- that's a fucking intimidation play. That's all that is. That's, that's, that's a, a shut. Everybody else that's, shut that's the a, fuck that's up. That's a that's a fucking. You better not say shit. Well, guess mm-hmm. what, motherfuckers? Everybody's saying it now, so it's too fucking late. Everybody knows. And the more you fucking do this shit, the more people are going to rally to the point where these people are going to end up paying. Yeah. And it's not going to be money. But <laughs> it might as well have been like I, I saw the memes. People like it might as well have been fucking five hundred trillion dollars. Like. Where the a billion fuck, come dollars, on. yeah. Come on now. That's that that's crazy. Because yeah, that's dude, like you said, that's 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 a message, right? Yeah, that's a that, don't think, speak out. Yeah, I think people and you know also, what they do? Yeah. They do that shit in fucking communist countries. Mm-hmm. Don't speak out. We'll take all your shit. We'll take your bank accounts. Own you forever. We'll fucking fine you. We'll fucking take you twenty five hundred dollars for everything single thing that you say, and we'll take it right out of your account. That's fucking communism. That's some scary shit. Yeah, I know, dude. And people think this is just some like little thing this is a huge thing this is a huge thing the fact that they're fucking putting kanye no matter what the fuck he said no matter what he said no matter if he fucking 
He could fucking say anything. Doesn't matter. The fact that the financial institutions of this country are now fucking canceling people's shit because they don't agree with the political narrative that they agree with, bro, that is not freedom in any way, shape, or form. So to answer your question, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I can tell you this. If people don't stand up and reject it, that's a good indicator of what's coming down the pipe. I don't know, man. I mean, what do you think? I think that this is set in precedence, and I think that everyone's testing boundaries. Yeah. I think that's what this That's what it feels becoming. like to me, too. It bro. feels like the next new push. You know what I'm saying? It was just like the mass thing for 15 days, right? Like, they're starting to redo these pushes now. Like, you gotta be honest, like, it's been kind of, hasn't really been any hard pushes in the last couple of months. So now they're trying to revamp and come back out. Okay, like, right, let's start pushing all here. Well, I mean, bro, why would you punish a man who is considered to be uh, satire slash conspiracy by fucking pretty much everybody, okay? If he's not right about some shit, if he's not correct about some shit, why are you punishing him for a billion fucking dollars? He's, it's not, it's, he's being punished not for what he said about the Sandy Hook tragedy, which was wrong. He's being punished for his fucking He's reach. being punished for all the other shit he says. Yeah, and his reach and influence. No, no, no. 80% of what Alex Jones says is fucking actually true. 100%. Okay. 20% is complete fucking ridiculous bullshit. And he doesn't do himself any fucking favors by continuously spouting ridiculous shit because it takes people who are actually trying to show people the real shit without buying into the fucking <laughs> lizard people and all this fucking other crazy shit. Yeah. Unicorn dicks. Yeah, like, all right, hold on, bro. Yes, skip that makes, part. But this it, part right here is real. Yeah, but <laughs> because he says the wild ass shit that he says, people will not believe the other shit when other people say it. Yeah. And he, so like, it's actually a liability to the cause. Yeah, that's real. Like, bro, stop talking about fucking lizards and fucking ridiculous well, shit, bro. It, but Andy, but look, but uh, like, are you, are you tracking on the gay frogs? Look, I know. No. Are he, like, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, some of this shit though, it's like. But like that. No, I don't. I, what, okay, what so, the fuck is great so basically, <laughs> there's fucking, there, Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, okay, he's like, gay, there, there's a such thing as gay frogs, and so you, you it's hear not that. gay frogs. It, what it's it, like, what the what fuck are you talking about? Is that they put chemicals in the fucking chemicals are leaking yeah. into the water system that are creating making frogs actually change their fucking yeah, gender. So there, there was a study okay. that okay, that they're converting done. from male to fucking female, female and vice versa. Yeah. So there, right? there was an actual experiment at UC Berkeley by a fucking uh, trans uh, professor that put additives in the fucking water had frogs in there and all the male frogs turned literally physically almost like like giving female. a female testosterone or, or same thing or, 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 okay. same or, or like estrogen yes estrogen to a, okay. a male so frog. and the claim is the shit is in the water right okay. and it's reducing the testosterone of all men which i think if we look around at men that are 20 years old uh and the science shows that men that are 20 years old have the testosterone of a man that was 60 years old 20 years, 20 ago. years ago that is scientifically true but because he is the way he is and says it the way he says it, people fucking think he's insane. Yeah. And frogs. so, yeah. but, but regardless, cause like, dude, look, I don't know the dude. I never met the dude. I'm sure if we fucking hung out, I have a great fucking time. <laughs> I have nothing against the dude, but that talking about shit that is like literally insane that people are not ready to hear that hurts the cause of people actually waking up to what's actually happening which is a communist insurgency that's happening in our country right now. Yeah, no and doubt. so we have, a, we have a real big problem. And I'll say it again. He was not fined for what the fuck he said about Sandy Hook. He was fined 
for all the other shit he's saying that was true. Right. And, and what they're saying is, you better not say it too, or we'll fucking hit you with a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Except they're going to hit somebody who can fucking pay it. Yeah, no shit. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't going to pay it. But the point is, fuck them. And none of you should fucking be quiet. None of you should be quiet. None of you should be intimidated. None of you should allow yourselves to silence because of what they're doing. That will be corrected down the road, in my opinion, once the control oh, yeah. is taken back. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking, it fucking pisses me off, dude. Like, you're going to tell me we're going to find this fucking dude with a fucking podcast who really, honestly, his whole goal is to wake people up to the truth of the corruption that's going on. He's, he's doing good. What he's doing generally outside of that scenario and a few others is pretty good shit. Yeah. Okay. He's been doing it for a while. He's been doing it for a long time. And a lot of people owe him a lot of gratitude for the amount of awakened people that have woke up. Yeah. Okay. But to look at this and say, here's a dude who got fined a billion fucking dollars, a billion fucking dollars, bro. And then Fauci gets nothing. Fucking the media gets nothing. The pharma companies get nothing and they're literally fucking killing people, bro. People fucking died because of the shit they propagated down on, uh, on us, bro. No fucking chance. I'm not fucking handle that. That's not okay with me. It shouldn't be okay with anybody. Oh, no, true. PayPal shit though. Final comments on that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it speaks for itself. I think people. I think there's an opportunity there for an alternative product to be developed that is based in freedom. This is what I've been saying for, I don't know, fucking three years straight, that this is the biggest opportunity for entrepreneurs to ever fucking create big things and take big market share from big companies. Because if there was an American alternative for this, and maybe there is, I don't know, but if there was, I'd use it. Yeah. And so would everybody else. You know, the crazy thing is now there, there are people that are saying that like, PayPal won't even allow them to close. Oh no, account. it's really fucking hard, bro. It's really hard. Crazy. They're, they're, they're they not allow them, them to close their to account. Close your account. Not only that, they like hold your money. In, like, bro, if you try to cancel your shit, they hold all the money that you're owed. Like, it's it, dude, dude, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's crazy. And oh, I'm sorry, it was an accident. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I accidentally sent out a text today. That said, no, actually, know, it never fucking happened. That's yeah, that's yeah. what the chart. Never happened. Don't know what you're talking about. Ru Russian misinformation. That's all it is, bro. Yeah, that's no that's it. Russian misinformation. <laughs> it must be Russian information. Rus they got hacked. It was fucking Putin, bro. It was hacked. Fucking Putin did it. Yep. That's it, man. Well, that was headline number one. Moving right along, guys. I can't headline. believe Putin did that. What? What's that? The, oh, the misinformation. Yeah, I mean, shit? like, yeah. you see what Putin wants to do? Like, he wants to fucking, he wants to kill you. Right. He wants to take your money for speaking out against fucking... These people in America, they shit their pants on national TV. Right. You know, he's take the vaccine and, and, and sign up for PayPal. We'll be safe. Idiots, dude. <laughs> Headline number two. Uh, going on all the COVID stuff. Got to hit it because I feel like we got to re remind people to stay away from the dumb shit. But this headline reads, video games could trigger heart attacks in children. Young people with undiagnosed cardiac issues most at risk if they get too excited from playing video games, says researchers. Let that sink in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So oh. the article reads uh, Video games can trigger heart attacks in children with undiagnosed cardiac issues. A study has found some children are born with an irregular heartbeat known as cardiac arrhythmia um, and may never know unless detected by a scan. 
About 2 million people in the UK live with such a condition and they can lead relatively normal lives. However, a flare-up can occur at any point and leads to severe consequences such as loss of consciousness, cardiac arrest, and potentially death. These undiagnosed heart uh, issues have previously been leaked to sudden deaths of people playing sports. But now a link has also been seen. I'm sorry. It's hard to fucking take this seriously. It's, you can't. Because last week it was fucking, it was, uh, it was supplements. Yeah. The and the week, week before, before that, that, it was. Uh, sleeping. It was sudden adult death. Yeah. And the week before that, it was unexplained people dying. Yeah. Like, like, bro. Sun exposure. Black yeah. people, white people. I yeah. mean, sometimes it's like it's just fucking anything. Sun exposure. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. They, 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 too much vitamin D, bro. Every so. article they've had. I mean, bro, they've. Depression. I, I don't know Depression how much. You, can lead to heart attacks, bro. Be careful. Well, we've noticed a couple different things. One thing that I've noticed around the country is the fact that there's a lot more parents that are afraid of their kids getting sick from running around or they've seen them running around. How many times have we heard of people having kids that are having cardiac issues more than ever. Now they're saying that a lot of these cardiac issues that they don't know where they're from are happening to the point where they want to start testing kids for heart disease, mm-hmm. right? Heart disease at this age, could it be diet related? Sure, but that takes a while for that plaque to form. It takes a long time to form. Yeah. And now that they want to start checking these things, is this all a coincidence? Or is there stuff going on that they feel that they have to start checking for? So when you start seeing these articles that say supplements or video games or one of these things could cause heart attacks, obviously these things are happening and that's why they're saying, hey, this is what could be leading to it. But the underlying causes are very, very concerning because you say, well, what is it? Some people, it's like bodybuilding. We're talking about bodybuilding, all of these deaths that are happening in bodybuilders and just even other athletes. Well, bodybuilders are known to have thicker blood. So they have issues with clotting because of the fact that whether it's COVID related and you, it creates more clots. Yeah. Or, or performance enhancing stuff. Right. Important. Yeah. You know, does, it doesn't help. Or even if you're doing HRT. Right. And it doesn't help. But one of those things is it's cause and effect. And one of the things that you have to remember is that if you are an athlete, you should be understanding your body's physical makeup, even if you're not, like I said, HRT, you can increase your red blood cells. So if you get COVID that you could end up having some clotting issues, but now they're saying that there could be a link in to being vaccinated as well could cause also clotting issues. And we've seen a huge you're number. You're being so nice. I'm, I'm being nice because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest because I always try to look at two sides. No, you're point. all, you, you, I always do. You're good at it, bro. Yeah, I always do. But when you look at the whole thing that we sit there and look at you go okay now let's turn around and let's see what the cause and effect really is and now that people are going online even on twitter and they're apologizing people are apologizing for Mm -hmm. saying hey look some of these things that we thought were really supposed to be helping you didn't help you and in fact hurt you and actually in fact hurt you now to what degree those things are now starting to come out and i think they're going to come more and more of those things are going to come out and i feel that some of this stuff that we're seeing now with the kids is what scares me the most because I have a child and I'm very worried. But for those that have children that have had this issue and now how do they take care of it? Uh, Whether they got to go do steroids, they got to do a bunch of different things to reduce inflammation with the heart, with their organs. 
and I'm hearing more and more people having issues, that's fucking scary, bro. It's scary. I know, dude. It's, it's, not, it's not only scary, it's sad as fuck. Because as aggressive as I am against these people who propagated this shit, I also have the equal, I'm not like a lot of these people who are like on one side or the other. I also have a lot of empathy for people mm -hmm. who fell into or gave into the narrative to, you know, vaccinate their children with an unproved, like that information was already available at the time. And that's what people like. It hasn't changed. Yeah, bro. When we, when we were, when we had Dr. Saraski on or mm -hmm. Ben Tapper on or these other doctors who were like in, in the real know of what's going on two years ago bro, or a year mm -hmm. and a half ago. And we're saying these things, people were attacking us. People were saying that I was a piece of shit and spreading misinformation and killing their grandma and this and that and this. And as bad as it was, I still do have empathy for those people because they have a reasonable expectation to trust the government agencies that are telling them this information. Like when we watch the news on TV, we have a reasonable expectation that that should be true. As a, like, like up until the last couple of years, I think nobody even doubted it. Right. All right. When we hear the CDC say, this is the thing that you should do. Most people are going to hear, well, fuck dude, I guess we should do that. Most doctors are even going to obey that. Right. Like how could you be a doctor at a hospital who had the CDC say, take this shit. Okay. And then say, I'm not doing it. Like you would be considered a completely irresponsible doctor, right? Because the standard is we're supposed to trust these people. We're supposed to believe these people. These people are supposed to um, have our best interests in mind. And what's happened is that system has become so corrupt that they propagated us into, you know, the biggest financial heist ever. All right. They shut down more businesses than have ever been shut down by any tragedy or economic situation with the shutdown that they did. They left all their friends' companies open, right? All the big, big box stores, they got to stay open and all that money flowed into them. Okay. Now you have the, the, the pharma companies making more money per quarter than they've ever made ever in the history of their existence. Ever. Right pushing and they had the whole entire government the whole entire fucking media the whole entire international world health organization pushing this shot and this medication that was not tested was not proven was not and never in the history of modern medicine has that ever happened it's never happened before and we had people who were out there like trying to warn people and the people who who continue to believe the narrative hated those people and like bro all i was ever trying to do is get you to fucking not take it or at least think about it because dude i know enough about shit like putting substances in your body like you shouldn't take things that are brand new that there's no there's no track record like on i got a very common yeah. like it's, like it's just common iPhone. sense. Yeah, I remember you talking to me about it. Yeah, about bro. when all this whole thing came out. Bro. You said to me, you said it took forever th them and they haven't been able to come out with a cure for AIDS and they're going to be able to make this thing in four months. Exactly. I mean, it was it was one of those things I where- believe, I personally believe they have cures for all that shit and they don't give it to us. After what's happened the last three years, bro, everything now, is now, under now scrutiny. Now Pfizer is having a, I read this morning, I think it was Moderna or Pfizer, one of the two big companies 
was cancer vaccine no what the cancer vaccine you saw that one no i didn't see that one but that's a sure way to get everybody to take it it just came out yeah well i wouldn't be surprised if that was the same shit that's in this other one okay (laughs) same shit but here's what i will tell you um they're coming out with a product to repair damaged heart muscles Mm. oh okay and now you have to think about this. Mm-hmm. How many of these people who have vax injuries from this rush to market vaccine are going to have to be on medications that come from the same companies that produce the vaccine mm. for the rest of their lives? Talk about fucked up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, this is, this is all about money. This is not about us. It's never been about us. And people have fucking died uh, because of this. And will continue to die. Yeah. We don't even know how bad it's going to get. We don't know how bad it's going to get. And they're finding Alex Jones a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But these people are fucking walking around the fucking planet free. No problem. Safe. No problem. Yeah. Bro, Dude, listen, our medical listen, industry- listen, listen, listen. This is my own opinion. It's not the opinion of Hani. This is not the opinion of DJ. This is Andy Frisella's fucking opinion. This is crimes against humanity. There should be fucking literal repercussions that cost people their fucking lives for what happened here. And it should be public and it should be put out in public and the money that's raised from watching it on pay-per-view should be given to the fucking families and it should be served as a lesson to never, ever, ever fuck with people ever again. This is fucking bullshit. And if I was running shit, motherfucker, that's what would be, hey, you know me. Would I do that? I would fucking do it in one second. These motherfuckers would be rounded up and we'd be watching the shit on TV fucking tonight. Yeah. It's fucking wrong, dude. dude. The, our medical system needs a complete revamp because, like, while that's going on, we've seen a lot. Like, listen, there, there are some good doctors out there, right? For sure. Right? Bro. But we've also seen some doctors that play along with the bullshit, right? And so, this is a follow up headline. I want you guys to see this. I don't know if you saw this already, but dude, this, there's there was thousands and thousands of doctors that yeah. tried to tell people that they they you know they they read through the shit they try to tell people you know Hold what they up. did you know what they did to those doctors yeah, they, they, they took their medical license say, yeah they decertified they put them in fucking, fucking jail. jail they put the frontline doctors in jail for 60 fucking days bro for trying to and by the way they were on capitol hill saying ivermectin worked well it turns out they were fucking right so where are they going to be suing it for damages bro, I, are they are, dude under vaccine law you can't sue for damages no under- i'm saying not for vaccine law i'm talking about is there a legal and this is somebody again who's an attorney out there is there a legal do they have a legal argument and claim that, for damages claim for damages yeah. if they were incarcerated they their work wasn't able to be performed they, well, I mean, I think the the simple fact that we could we can sue Alex Jones and find him a billion dollars, I'm sure they could probably find something. The problem is, bro, I think when people realize no amount of money is enough for what they did. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, what's the cost of a life? No money, no amount of money is enough for what they did. This is something that it, the, this is the, not a civil the thing. Accountability, the accountability thing, that needs to happen here worldwide for what just happened needs to be so fucking strong and send such a powerful message. And anybody for the history of fucking time that even thinks it in their head will fucking think again immediately. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. full blown. What's that fucking movie with uh, Gerard Butler and uh, Jamie Foxx where he's the fucking, he goes in jail. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Law Abiding Citizen. Law Abiding Citizen. That's you remember a great what fucking he, movie. You remember what he did to the kid or to the guy that fucked with his family? Oh, yeah. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. And it needs movie. to be public. 
And if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But that's what needs to happen. Because these fucking slimy, elderly, rich, elite fucks fucked with us really bad. Bro, the economy right now, we're a fucking inch away from millions of companies going out of business and tens of millions of people being out of fucking work. We're an inch away from that. Two years ago, we had the best economy in the history of the United States. Two fucking years ago. And people think this is an accident. Yeah. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't do the damage that's been done accidentally. And all, it, you couldn't do it. Because if you were going to say, hey, what's the plan to destroy America? They're running the plan. Would they do anything different? They couldn't do anything differently. Everything they've done, if you look at it from that perspective, has been absolutely perfect. And then you wonder why, you know, they're sitting in TV, like, why, you know, why aren't they changing? Why do they keep saying this weird shit? Oh, they must just be dumb. No, motherfucker, you're dumb. You're the dummy, not them. They are dumb. You're dumb. You keep thinking that they're dumb. They're not dumb. They're smart as fuck. And they're intentionally doing this to you. And the fact that you keep thinking that they're dumb is the reason they're able to keep doing it. Yeah. Here's the scary thing, man. That's why I have this, this follow-up headline, bro, because they are preparing for the next fucking rounds. Man. Like this headline right here reads, yeah, uh, these are our next doctors coming up, okay? Headline reads, woke pledge replaces Hippocratic Oath. Minnesota medical students vow to honor all indigenous ways of healing historically marginalized by Western medicine and fight white supremacy, colonialism, gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. These are the next fucking doctors. So instead of the oath that says, you know, hey, I'm going to you know, make sure I provide the best treatment for my clients and patients. And yeah, no, we're going to be fighting fucking colonialism and gender binary bullshit. They should have waited another 10 years to do this. You know why? Because people like me are still young enough to beat their fucking asses. That's the truth. They should have waited. They fucked up. It's not going to work. Bro, I read an article that said the fucking, uh, the guys that over there at, uh, uh, the, with the, the ESG shit. Uh, the environmental, social. Yeah, um, not, not fucking Vanguard, the other one. BlackRock? Yeah. Uh-huh. That they are getting fucking pummeled right now over their esg shit oh, Bro, yeah. culture is rejecting this. a lot of the states have pulled out of their shit too. yeah like it wasn't just louisiana like a lot there's been quite a few of other states have pulled all their shit from black i didn't even know they were tied in on that side i mean it makes sense but i didn't i didn't realize how fucking heavy they were tied into the the financial runnings of fucking states dj those are the guys that put this fucking woke culture down through yeah, and no, it makes sense. Yeah, they either own sense. the company or they finance the companies. All the companies that push this shit, it comes from them. Yeah, well, then and then you tie in the fucking state employees and the fucking you know what I'm saying tie in that side. If you, you don't fucking operate your company the way that I want, if you don't yeah. put these rules in your employee playbook, if you don't have anti-white training inside your playbook, guess what? You don't get the funding. That's what the ESG shit's all about. Yeah, this is it's just fucking crazy, man. Too soon on the call. I agree. Yeah, there's agree. two. And bro, listen, the, they're trying to they're 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 trying to intimidate people because they're finding Alex Jones. Bro, everybody knows already. Like everybody knows. Like, it's too late. Like I don't. Uh, oh Jesus, it's a long ass fucking oath too. <laughs> it's just fucking crazy, man. Well, guys, that was headline number two. 
our third and final headline of the day reads, uh, Senior FBI analyst, the Bureau, offered Christopher Steele $1 million to corroborate dossier. What was that guy's name? What was that? Was it Andy Damas? Randy Casuelo? Oh, yeah. What was his name? Rand- Randy Damas. Yeah. Randy Damas. Yeah. Yeah, so the FBI article reads, the FBI offered former British spy Christopher Steele up to $1 million if he could prove the claims for his infamous dossier, according to a senior FBI analyst uh, testimony on Tuesday in special counsel John Durham's criminal probe into the origins of Russiagate. Uh, FBI supervisory counterintelligence analyst Brian Alton's testimony came during the first day of Durham's criminal trial against Igor uh, Dushenko. Um, Dushenko, a paid FBI informant, and Steele's primary source for the dossier is accused of lying to the FBI. As Breitbart reported, Durham is accusing Dushenko of lying to the FBI to protect Charles Dolan Jr., a communications consultant with close ties to the Clintons. He's also accusing Dushenko of lying to the FBI about communications with Sergei Malinian, uh, who was the president of Russian American Chamber of Commerce and who, uh, whose supposed evidence helped convince the FBI to seek surveillance warrants uh, against Carter Page. Uh, Alden interviewed Dushenko and Steele as part of the Bureau's Crossfire Hurricane team, investigating an alleged connection between former President Donald Trump and Russia. Alden testified the FBI offered Steele up to $1 million, which was ultimately never paid because Steele could not substantiate the claims made in this dossier. What do we got on this? Well, I think it's important for people to understand what's going on here because not everybody's been following the story the way that they should. Yeah. For everybody has heard that, you know, uh, Trump was an asset of Russia and they said that Russia helped fix the 2016 elections mm-hmm. and that Trump and Russia were colluding to do all this crazy shit. What, what's happening here, okay, this was all made up. They, they tried to impeach him over this shit. They tried to get him out of office. They tried to do all these things. They crucified him in the media. Basically, every single reason that any fucking American doesn't like Donald Trump mm-hmm. has to do with this, this story, Yeah. okay? Because this is where it started. Yep. And what they're saying here is that basically, because it was called the Steele dossier, okay? That's Christopher Steele dossier. So what they're saying here is that the FBI offered Steele a million dollars to corroborate what was in the the dossier, uh, and he couldn't do it. And what that means is this. uh, They made it the fuck up. And they went along with it anyway. That's the The media went along with it. The politicians went along with it. The fucking culture went along with it. They made up a million lies about this dude. And the whole reason, and whether you like Trump or don't like Trump, the whole reason they did this was because he was not a part of their fucking club. That is it. And so when you guys say, oh, I wish I had someone for the, from the people to represent us, well, you fucking had it and you, did, and you believe their bullshit. Okay, and again, where did this start? Who did this start with? Who started this? Who was at the head of this? Who's been mixed up in this the whole time? Oh, that's right. Like, what's her name? What's that woman's name that was running against Donald Trump 2016? Uh, Hillary Hinton. Yeah, yeah. That was weird because she's the one that pushed this story the hardest mm-hmm. to everybody. When, when her own husband has been known to fly on the same airplane as 
a fucking known pedophile uh, over 30 fucking times mm -hmm. or roughly 30 times. Uh, I may be off on that. Okay. But the truth is many, many times, dozens of times. All right? And they use that to file out, fill out fucking surveillance warrants. They used like, bro, the, everything, everything was this. based on this. They knew it was not corroborated and they used it anyway. That's malice. That's malice. It's fucking treason. No, it it's is treason. It's sedition, A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. These people don't want that motherfucker in office because he is wrecking their fucking cash cow shit. And if you can't see that by now, like it doesn't really matter what you think about Donald Trump. You like a lot of people are like, well, I don't like how he talks. Well, fuck you, man. Like, did you like the economy that we had? Did you like mm -hmm. the dollar eighty seven gas? Did you like the the food supply? Did you like your job? Because they're you're a lot of you are about to lose yours. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. How much worse do you think it's going to get? I think oh, it's going to get real bad. I think, I think, because I mean, everyone that I speak to who has a company, who has got hundreds of millions in the bank are all very, very worried right now. Yeah. And because bro, the world's going to fucking end if yeah, we don't fucking yeah. stop. And, I, and, I, and I'm saying hundred millions, meaning just giving them a lot of credit with me understanding. Yeah. Kind they're, of they're, principles they're, they're intelligent. Of, they're very dialed in. Yeah. They're very dialed in. So it's not just them intel being intelligent, but they also are very dialed into other Listen. people. And they are, basically all saying the sky is about to fall bro listen what what, what happens if you get what happens okay we have we have the highest inflation in 40 years which mm -hmm. means our dollars do not buy what they bought uh actually the dollars bought more than uh uh they haven't bought this little in 40 fucking years that's what it means for you okay um Supply chain got fucked. Remember that? You know this because yeah. you have a company. Yes. Um, you look at all of our products. How, how's the cost of goods in your... How, how, I don't know what the cost of goods for your RAWs have been, but they haven't through, been favorable here. No, they've gone through the roof. Yes. And people think... And, and these people are on TV pushing this narrative like people are greedy. So if money doesn't buy as much and the cost of goods for all this company goes high and then gas goes to 20 fucking dollars, it's already fucking almost $9 in Los Angeles. Um, what's going to happen? Well, you won't be able to get product because you won't be able to afford to ship it to yourself. I'm talking about the companies, yeah. which means, uh, and, and people won't be able to buy it because they can't afford to fucking survive. Right. And this goes for every single fucking business out there. There's no business immune to this. All right. So gas goes to 20, the shipping and trucking shuts the fuck down. Supply chain goes to zero. It means there's zero fucking food. There's zero supplies. There's zero fucking supplements. There's zero fucking anything. Okay, what's that mean? That means there'll be a run on the banks. People will go to get their money because they're like, holy shit, dude, fucking world's collapsing. By that time, it's already too fucking late. Uh, the next thing that happens is uh, we have tens of millions of companies literally fucking pause business. Okay, they, like, they don't close. They pause because there are no customers. All right, so basically business just stops. All right. Tens of millions of people lose their job in one fucking day. Just like whenever they came on TV and they said, hey, the country shut down. You're no different than that. Those people panic. There's no fucking food. There's no way to get fucking food. There's power shortages. All right. And then after that, it's, it's fucking a complete shit show. Civil unrest with the potential for an invasion because we are literally depleted of our st strategic oil reserves right now thanks to this fucking elderly piece of shit uh, who has drain them, which most people are unaware, to artificially bring the gas price down. 
The gas price is $8 right now, $9 in LA. If he hadn't drained those oil reserves, it would already be 20. Mm -hmm. So, but now they're drained. Now what? Well, if you're China, it's a perfect time to come in and take the shit. I'm just saying. Like, you got civil unrest. You got fucking people starving. You got fucking blackouts because there's no fucking energy. And you got no strategic oil to even run a military. So, I don't know. I think it could get pretty bad. Like, like real bad. Like, you should probably think about it and maybe get interested. And maybe, maybe if you're a Democrat, Maybe humble yourself and vote for the right motherfuckers that aren't going to let the country go down the fucking drain. Because that's the only if, the only thing that could potentially save this country at this point is literally an act of God, something that I'm not seeing happening, right? Uh, somehow these people get held accountable instantly all at one time. I don't fucking know. Uh, or we elect these people who are not the people who are doing this at a mass scale and hope that the people who go in will take immediate action. But I'm not confident in that either because a lot of these Republicans are just complete fucking wet noodles. Like they go in there and don't do shit. You know, and you guys wonder why like I backed people who are aggressive because we need disruptors. We need people who will go in and say, no, fuck you guys. Mm -hmm. We're for the people. We're lucky enough to have one of those senators here in Missouri, Josh Hawley. Yeah. Okay. And regardless of what you may or may not think of Josh Hawley, he's one of the only guys in there that's promoting uh, no trading inside the government. Like he's starting, to, he's starting the revolution that needs to happen uh, legally. And uh, listen, man, <clears throat> how many times have we talked about this shit over the last fucking three years? A lot. How many times have I been wrong? See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just how I see it, dude. I think it could get really fucking bad. And I think people need to mobilize to vote. I think people, I think every single person listening should be gathering up their grandma, their fucking grandpa, their fucking, do every fucking thing that you fucking can to get every motherfucker you know to go vote. And it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, you have to vote fucking, you have to vote for Republicans. You have to, or we'll fucking lose. And if you're a fucking woke activist and you're, you've attached yourself to this Democrat ideology over the years, you have to come to the understanding that these people are not the Democratic Party that you signed up to be a part of. It's just reality. These are fucking extreme Marxist communist people who are literally trying to destroy the country. And what they don't realize is um, there's a lot more of us than there are of them. Yep. So I'm, I'm nervous, dude. You know, real talk. Like, I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, you know, if you're not nervous, it's because you don't understand what's actually going on. You're, you've been playing fucking Nintendo or fucking whatever the fuck you guys do. You're on Twitch. Whatever, I don't fucking know. Whatever the kids fucking do now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they got their heads in the fucking clouds. And bro, you do you think it's a mistake? Do you think it's a, an accident that they push all this identity politics, you know, white people versus black people, gay people versus straight people, fucking uh, the haves versus the have-nots. Do you think that it's an accident that they propagate all this shit 24 hours a day as hard as they fucking can? No. Because they don't want you to realize what's actually being done. Mm -hmm. so i think that's the secret too with the polls bro like the polls are still saying fucking it's like 50 50 there's no fucking way well if you so why would they say the polls are 50 50 is that because when the election comes out and it's fucking you know 51 49 it would make sense if it was in their favor like they already had the shit pre-set up no they plan on cheating yeah that's why that's why listen that is why it's so important for people to go fucking vote 
Yeah. And it's very important for independent and Democrat voters to realize that these people are fucking insane. And we can go back to having a discussion of Republican versus Democrat uh, when we get all these fucking fucks out. True. It's, it's very dangerous, dude. Yeah. It's very dangerous. And then we have the nuclear war scenario on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's it's so weird to me? Like, you know, these people who are freaking out about COVID, yelling at you, calling you a grandma killer and all this fucking other shit, uh, that you guys, that they ain't saying shit about fucking nuclear war and that our country, our country, our country is pressing it. Our country. Yeah, bro. You see what France said? France already came out. They're like, yeah, no. If Russia goes nuclear, we're staying the fuck out of it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. France just came Marcon out. said that? Yeah. They just said it today. Like, if, if, if well, Russia that- goes anything towards Ukraine at all, they're staying the fuck out of it. And, you know, that's a NATO ally. That's Listen. a NATO member, right? They're supposed to be getting involved. They said, not happening. Well, they help propagate this, too. That fucking yeah. guy's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't think, I don't, yeah, yeah. It's Watch dangerous, it, man. man. It and is. like, dude, Americans have to wake the fuck up and you have to realize that these people are not good people. Yeah. They don't rep our government is supposed to be representative of the people for the people by the people. You had Nancy Pelosi on TV last night talking about how she's for the people. Bitch, there ain't nothing about you for anybody. You're for mm-hmm. your fucking self. You're an inside trader. You make all the you get up there and fucking lie. You're fucking drunk. 90% of the fucking time <laughs> sucking your fucking disgusting dentures in your fucking mouth. You should be in a fucking home. That's where these people should be. Would you go to a nursing home and draft a government? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. It's supposed to be the most like, wise like, hold society. On, hold yeah. on. We're going to get a government. So let's go to the nursing home and let's draft all the old people that uh, have had relationships with all the richest people in the world and let's put them in charge of us. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, someone asked me the other day, because I said on the show, like, dude, you make me president, I can fix this shit. Why, how, how are you qualified to be president? I don't know, man. Walk through this fucking building. Pretty fucking, pretty fucking American. There's all kinds of people with beliefs of all different sides. There's people from different races, different countries, different fucking everything. You know what? Everybody here fucking gets along. There's no oppression here. There's no fucking... You know, oh, if you disagree with me, you're fucking fired or you better be like, bro, people probably think that like, if you don't fly the American flag in this motherfucker, like I'm going to fire you. Like, bro, no, it's just fucking free. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? will just give you really dirty looks. Yeah, That's it. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah. I so might talk me, some shit. So let me ask you this. What do you think would be something that would be a solution in regards? Because everyone talks about this two party system is broken. We need a new path. But what, how do you create that though? Like my question for you is how do you, it's such a complicated intertwined thing. And right now we have two, we have a two party system. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's, there's other parties too, but they're really a a minority. They're Mm -hmm. very, very small minority. So do you bring up a different party completely? Do you do is, is the, one of these other minority parties gets leaned into, I mean, what's your opinion? Because you're very, very in tune with your audience and you're very in tune with kind of your, your core belief system in, in how this should be changed. But one thing that I'd like to know is I walk around first form, you see this Buffalo hat. Mm. Okay. And it's, do you, do you think that that's third party? Do you think 
is it is it the socially liberal with the fiscally conservative? Is it the first thing that needs to happen is we need a cultural revolution. Okay. Like people think this is about getting your AR and putting your fucking shit on and going and killing people. It's not. Mm-hmm. We need a cultural revolution, which means we need to live the American culture in our lives every single day. You know, for the last 20 years, they've shamed us for flying the American flag. Like it's some kind of bad thing. Like, no, motherfucker, we're supposed to fly the American flag. Yeah, but haven't you just right there though? Have you noticed in the last 12 to 24 months that that rhetoric has been kind of stamped out or, or is starting to go away? Oh, yeah. No, the tide's okay. turning. Okay. The, the pendulum, that's, that's what I've realized. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing, but I want to see the what pendulum you're, has you're much sw- more dialed into. No, it. no, 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 bro. You're, you get it. The, the pendulum has swung as far as it can go to the left. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing now is, is starting to go back to the right. And the people on the left that are in power are freaking the fuck out because mm-hmm. they know what that means because that pendulum is absolutely going to swing all the way to the right. It's already in motion. It can't be fucking stopped unless people can keep calm, cool, collective minds that the people that you are told are your enemy, meaning citizens, are not your enemy. These people who were fooled into the vaccine or fooled into this, all this stuff, those are not the enemy, dude. No matter what name they called you, no matter what thing they called you, we cannot go punish those people or see them as our enemy. We have to realize that those people were manipulated based on a trust that they should automatically have. Like it's a reasonable thing to say, I could trust the fucking media. You should be able to trust the media, bro. Um, and so what my concern is, is that the backlash that's inevitably going to happen will actually produce uh, violence towards a lot of the people that are the progressive fucking left people, which I'm okay with fucking violence, but I'm not okay with violence for the people who fell into the fucking bullshit. I am for violence of the people who organized it and propagated it, uh, with the intent to destroy this country. Now, what I think we really need is to understand that we are not going back to 2019. It's not happening. Okay, we have an opportunity at this point in time to recognize what has actually happened. And what has actually happened is that our almost our entire government and our three letter agencies have been bought and paid for and colluded together with some of the biggest companies on the planet to propagate an agenda that serves them and not us. And if we can recognize that, then we can say, okay, that's not right. But we also don't want to go back to 2019 because, dude, in 2019, uh, you're living in California. What's your tax rate in California? Oh, it's over 50 fucking percent. You see what I'm saying? Yep. That's not fucking free. The government's still bloated. The government's still overspending. And maybe this is part of the, maybe this is already part of the plan. I don't know. But I think that this is an opportunity for us to come together as people to create a new path forward. That is, to- that is real freedom, real American freedom, not fucking, not, the solution. not this fake freedom that we've been sold our whole life, right? Freedom is not, I pay 50% of my money to the government to stay out of jail. It's not free. That's, that's, we're, we're, that's, that's gang shit. Like if you took the fucking government and you put them in a gang outfit and they said, hey, give me half your shit or I'm going to fucking put you in jail. That's fucking, that is not fucking freedom. And people don't think of it that way because they don't think. 
It's paid protection. That, like correct. How the mafia did it. And, 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 and dude, I'm okay with some taxes. I think it's a good idea for us to pay taxes. I think it's a good idea for us to contribute and all contribute to a better- Put some skin in the game. I agree. But the tax rate should be more like 10 to 15%, which would open up the, the, the economic blood vessels of this country and allow this country to be prosperous and free the way that it's supposed to be. The problem is we have these people at the top right now who, who are legitimately stealing our tax dollars. And the way they steal it is basically like what they're doing in Ukraine right now. They keep passing these bills to send billions of dollars over there. The billions of dollars really never go over there, right? They go to their friends who own these military companies who are supposed to send weapons over there. Do we know that the weapons got there or didn't get there? No, we have no fucking idea. But we do know that these these companies are making massive political donations back to these candidates. So it shouldn't take a rocket science to figure out where that money comes from. So the money that these big political candidates are getting from these big companies is actually our fucking tax dollars that we're paying. <laughs> People do, they can't put that together because they don't even understand how simple interest works or how to balance a checkbook or basic financial understanding. And the reason that they don't understand basic financial understanding is because our debt is their asset. Mm -hmm. All right. The further we fuck up our lives, the more profitable they are. So a lot of you guys ask all the time, well, why don't they teach this in high school? Why don't they teach that in high school? Which, by the way, I'm coming up with a fucking solution for. Be ready for it. But why don't they teach it? Because they want you to be fucking ignorant. Because if you're ignorant, you go and you sign up for a $200,000 degree that pays you fucking $60,000 a year and you spend the rest of your life fucking paying it off. Then you go out and you get all the credit cards just to survive. Just to survive. Okay, because you're already saddled with that debt. Then they tell you to go out and get a fucking mortgage. Then they run commercials on TV for personal fucking loans and say, hey, man, if your credit cards are too high, uh, take out this personal loan. And then they show the guy and they say, yeah, man, I just cleaned up all my credit cards, bro. I'm free. I got a personal loan that paid off my credit cards. No, you dumb motherfucker. You just got double the debt. You just don't know it yet. And like, bro, we have financial illiteracy is the biggest fucking problem in this country and it's exploited at every single fucking step. Okay, so the, the, the initial solution to this is cultural. It's becoming educated about how the system works. If you're fucking out of shape, get in shape. If you're unhealthy, become healthy. If you are uneducated, educate yourself and seek out alternative educations outside the government that will actually show you real skills, which again, I'm working on. Mm -hmm. um, if you know, they want you to hate a certain race. Don't hate that race. Ask yourself, why do they want us to hate these people? Okay. Basically, the question is, ask why. Why? Why? When are you going to start talking about that? I'm really interested in hearing about the whole educating. How, how do you do that in a mass? Very way? soon. I got a big plan for it. Very soon. Um, these guys all know about it. It's fucking massive. And I've been working on it for a long fucking time. Okay, well, I expect you to tell me after the podcast. I will. I will. Motherfucker. Motherfucker's trying to hide shit from listen, me now. Listen, bro. It'll blow your fucking mind. It'll blow your fucking mind. Okay? I'm going to fix this problem. This problem of fucking kids not knowing how to fucking handle themselves. The problem of us being told, uh, you know, all these indoctrinated fucking beliefs about being successful. Bro, America used to be the place where winners fucking came from. Conquerors of the fucking... Titans of industry came from America. The best solutions ever came from free America. 
Okay. We have to get back to teaching these young people how to actually win. You know, they shame these people before they're even out of school. When these kids are fucking two years old, they say, oh, bro, little Johnny, you could be fucking president. You could be this. You could be that. You could be this. And what do they do? By the time they're out of high school, they're telling you, like my guidance counselor told me that, you know what, Andy, uh, when I told him my dream of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go to school, he said, you know what, uh, Andy, that's for cream of the crop. And bro, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're not cream of the crop. You're better off going to a community college. That's what I was told. You know what I was told? Probably similar. I was told that college isn't for everyone. <laughs> the, the same thing. Yeah. But it, so that's what I was told but, but in high school. But you know what, dude? Right. We have this indoctrination problem where people, where yeah. the, the, the school system. Which, by the way, I did graduate from UC Santa Barbara with a degree in biology. Yeah. You're, one of, you're also. You're, you're, people so if are, you're listening to this, he's one of the smart, off. He's one of the smartest. <laughs> you know who you are. He's one of the smartest fucking. <laughs> you are one of the smartest humans that I've ever met in my life. Okay. And I, I doubt school has a whole lot to do with it. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that we have to fix this problem culturally. We have to rebel culturally. We have to fucking love our fellow citizens, not hate them. We have to become fit, not buy into the idea of 400 pound fitness models. We have to fucking become smarter by actually reading real books that people wrote 50 fucking years ago that show the true principles of how to win in life because here's the thing everybody's failing to understand. And this is as clear as I can fucking say it. Winners fucking win and losers fucking lose. There is a natural order that cannot be fucking defeated. Okay? We can pretend that a pig is a fucking bear, but when the pig goes into the woods and sees a real fucking bear, what's going to happen? And you can never, you can't out-legislate that. You can't teach it a different way. You can't change it. And our young people need to understand that regardless of what they say on TV, regardless of what these shitbag politicians say, regardless of anything, that America is the fucking only country ever in the history of fucking humanity where you can go from being someone who was born in a very difficult situation like you were and become someone who inspires millions of people with their fucking story and their success. We are the only motherfucking country ever. The only one. And if we lose it, that will be lost in humanity forever. And so we have to, ha we have, to have a real heart-to-heart -heart with ourselves. How, how much of your American obligation are you living up to? Are you working to be the best that you can be? Are you building the most intelligent brain that you can build? Are you exercising your potential when it comes to your physical state? Are you becoming wealthy because they want you poor? Think about this. Think about what they say about rich people by the time you're 17 years old in school. Rich people are evil. Rich people are bad. Wealth is bad. Oh, it's better to be humble. Oh, you're really going to go hang out with those rich people? Like, dude, it's indoctrinated into us to fucking be mediocre like everybody else. And we have to ask why. Why? Because it's easier to control mediocre people than it is to control highly fucking effective people. And, and if we want to fucking take this country back, it's not about guns and shooting and this and that yet. It might get there, but it ain't there yet. What we need the most, bro, in my opinion, is a new path and a cultural revolution. 
So a solution to being able to get to financial freedom and to be able to educate. That's a good first step. I think the second, just like, just like a, just like when you're going to work with an athlete, bro, they got to build a foundation before they can get to where they want to go. That's a good first step. I think a second step is getting these fucking corrupt people out of office Mm -hmm. and getting people who are from the people into office. They don't have to be polished. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to have a perfect life. You know, we're fucking ourselves as, as Americans right now by not electing people because they dig up some fucking scandal about them that literally every fucking human in America has one. some shit, right? Everyone or a couple, you know what I'm saying? If you really live your life, you probably got a couple things you don't want people knowing about. That's the truth. And if we keep shaming and crushing and destroying the people who might have a couple stories in their fucking name, but they're able to do the job, guess what? The job will never get done. And we'll continue to elect greedy, evil liars who will say anything to your face to take whatever it is you got. So I think those are two good steps. I think a third new step is we need a fucking leader with a fucking plan. Okay, how many of these motherfuckers do we have on TV that actually tell you their plan? They actually say, hey man, you know what? We need to, uh, <clears throat> we need to reestablish our fucking tax code. We, we need to revisit our crime. We need to, we need to revisit how much, uh, what are we going to do with like violent crime, these repeat offenders? Those people have no place in society, yet they're given the most rights. That's not right. These people who violently offend over and over and over again, bro, they deserve to die. We don't need them in our life. But we, they are not going to be reformed. There is evil in this world. And idealism, and the whole fucking basis of the show is realism. Right. Idealism is killing this country because there's so many people with good hearts that think, oh, you know what? Uh, that dude who raped this girl and murdered this fucking girl and did this thing and drove through a fucking parade, that he has rights. No, you fucking don't. You, for, you fucking forfeited your rights when you decided to ride down a fucking street and mow motherfuckers over on Christmas fucking day. Fuck you. Exactly. That motherfucker should be on TV the next fucking day with his f- a fucking skewer up his ass rotating over a fucking fire on pay-per-view and all the money given to the fucking victims. There's a lot of things that need to change, dude. Going back to 2019 is not going to fix it because then we're going to get the same fucking radical fucking progressive shit infect us over time again. See, this is communism, dude. This has been going on for a hundred years, slowly, step by step by step by step by step, inch by inch by inch by inch by inch. If you really take a step back and look at what's going on in the world, brother, this shit's fucking insane. Like, what would you do to someone who kept coming to your house and taking all your fucking money or beating your kid? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And, 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 and dude, we need a better path. This is not the path. Going back to a high tax society and calling it freedom and letting the media be bought and paid for and the politicians bought and paid, bro, that shit, that shit is not the path. That's not the way. But it is the way we got to vote right now to keep this fucking thing from sinking. If that makes sense. So like what I'm saying, I'm not saying Republicans are a solution. I'm saying the Republicans are the potential stop of the damage that is being caused. And after that, we need to work to build a better America. And that's, that's what I personally believe. A lot of people think I'm fucking crazy. I don't care. It's just what I believe. You know, I'm tired of seeing people suffer, dude. I'm tired of fucking being on edge all the time. I'm tired of the media propagating hate when it's not even real. Like how much fucking real racist shit do you see in real life? 
Motherfucker, everywhere I go, I live in St. Louis, bro. There's all kinds of different races here from all over the fucking world. Uh, they're all pretty cool. I'm trying to see it. Just to make sure like, this is what the fuck it huh? is. So I'm trying. I've been looking for it. Ain't found it yet. Well, no, what's funny is you go to California and they're like, oh, they're from Missouri. Fucking all the Ku Klux Klan. Motherfucker, I've been here my whole life. I never seen one yeah. motherfucker like that. Not one. Not a single one. And I have a fucking place out in the middle of the fucking country. And I, when I bought it, I bet I thought to myself, I'm like, all right, well, I'm for they're sure going to find one out, out here. here. <laughs> no, they're all nice people. And guess what? There are black people and there are white people and there are Asian people all living in rural America having a great fucking time. Like, this shit's absurd. It's not who we are as Americans, dude. We're not, we're not these people. They're, it's not the pe- we are not the people that those people are trying to make us believe that we are. Our final segment of the show, uh, we have thumbs up as always. Honey, this is where I show a headline. You're either going to give it two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. And uh, with that being said, our thumbs up headline reads, my savage grandma has a family ranking board. Here's where she, or here's why she put me in last place. Savage granny. Okay. This, this sounds like typical my family kind of shit. But like, is were you, was there ever like an actual physical board where you could see your lifetime ranking? In no, the- I just knew that I was the last. <laughs> she just knew. You were <laughs> I just knew. Yeah, so Tats Got to Hurt article reads, a New York man has been brutally shafted to last place on his grandmother's ranking board because of his two new tattoos. Uh, Dan Lamort, who's 27, took to TikTok on Monday, uh, revealing his unnamed Nana ranks her 10 grandchildren from most to least favorite on a display set up in her living room. Quote, this is my grandma's ranking board, the grandson stated in the video. Uh, which quickly clocked up 1.6 million views on the social media app. Uh, Quote, she has a wooden board where she ranks her grandchildren from 1 to 10. All of our faces on magnets, he further explained, uh, with his clip showing the cutthroat classification system. Quote, I'm number four, uh, the highest I've ever been. Uh, but I did just get two new tattoos, though, so I'm a bit nervous about what's going to, uh, what that's going to do for my ranking. Lamore uh, was then seen approaching his no-nonsense Nana before lifting up his sleeve of his T-shirt to reveal the two new inkings on his arm. The grandmother was seen gasping in horror as she laid eyes on the large tattoos, immediately moving to the board and making a major adjustment. Uh-oh. Uh, quote, this is what I think of you, new tattoos. <laughs> she declared, oh, no, dude. And she pulled the Lamort's magnet from fourth position and savagely shafted him to the 10th spot. So... Here's a picture of ah, it. Ah, bro, she's pissed. <laughs> she, she is upset. Yeah, oh, she's not dude. going for it. Well, you know what? You win some, you lose some. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <sighs> Man, that's I wonder if everybody sees. Ten, that's a big slide. That's, that's a huge slide. And that's just for two tats. Like, bro, if you had a bodybuilder go from four to ten, what would you say? I would be pissed. You would say, hey, you fucker, I told you not to eat that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, man! I feel the dude's pain, man. Yeah, you know I grew up in that ten spot. It's good for you. Did you ever move up? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just accepted my place in yeah. the family. Yeah. It is what it is. Hey, man, fuck you, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! I say thumbs up, man. Yeah, thumbs up. Hey, I look, know. dude. At least she's keeping it real. She was giving it to him in that picture, bro. Oh, yeah. No, she was not. She was not playing. Yeah. She's giving it to him. She's like, here's what this I is think. her way of being 
brutally honest yeah. and saying, you know what? Now I'm not going to hide it. Cause you know what? Everybody else just hides it. She's just like, fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to be real as fuck. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> we need to have her on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we do, we do need to get someone like that on the show. <laughs> I'm telling you, weird. that's real as fuck right there. Bro, she's not hiding behind anything. No, she's just saying, look, man, I'm going to rank your yeah. shit. I'm going to put it up on this wall. Everyone's going to see it. And everybody, what you think is exactly what you don't have to think. You don't have to th even worry. No about, like, don't don't yeah. second guess. I'm going to put you up here. There's less anxiety in a world like that. Like, if you know where the fuck you stand, like, you ain't worried about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, I'm, I hate to make this political, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> you make something political? Yeah. What? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get right into that. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, the world would be better if everybody knew where the fuck they stood. Mm. And everybody wasn't afraid to fucking understand. Like, bro. There are winners and there are fucking losers. And that's reality. The top. That is the reality. Bottom. No, that's reality. Everybody wants to pretend like it's not that way. It is that way. And the reason you aren't where the fuck you want to be is because you haven't been acting as if the, the kind of person that would actually be the person that would be ranked where the fuck you want to be ranked. This is reality. It's called fucking accountability, responsibility. It's reality. Like, bro, if you're not producing in your life, it's because you're not doing what the fuck is needed to produce in your life. And we've gotten away from that in America. It's a big fucking problem. It's part of the cultural revolution we need. Maybe she's Bro. the leader. I don't know. Well, and that's the opposite of everybody gets a fucking little award and a trophy and a fucking ribbon. Bro, I that, mean, that's, that shit's absurd to me and you, but like to 20-year-old kids, it's not that absurd. Yeah. It's not. And it's not reality, bro. Like we fucking, you, <laughs> this goes back into the cultural fucking uh, intentional uh, degradation and handicapping of people who, who are coming through the school system. Like, we, we take these kids, we tell them they can be anything they want, mm -hmm. but by the time they graduate high school, they've seen all their friends get trophies for not doing as good enough work, right? So they're unmotivated. They've learned that, like, there's no reward in working hard. There's a whole book about this called Atlas Shrugged, by the way. Um, and, and now we're in a situation where we're going to take these teenagers and we're going to put them out in the real world, bro. Okay, we're going to put them out in the real world where the laws of nature apply. Like the, the best win. Okay. You, you're, bro, you're, we're the same age, essentially. What has, has this system of everybody gets a trophy and, and, and everybody uh, is special and everybody thing. Okay. We all know it's handicapped people, mm -hmm. right? And you're old enough to remember when this shit started. Yep. Okay. So honest question. Do you think it has changed the way the world operates in reality? Like, do winners, do, do people who do the work win or lose? It's absolutely changed it. It's created many, many handicaps. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. Mm -hmm. What I mean is it changed the nature of how no, it works. The, the nature is still fucking nature. The fuck, no. Winners fucking win? No, winners win. When you don't have coping mechanisms because those have inherently been taken out of you and you want to go ahead and layer in the real world, now we want to know why people have anxiety and they can't go to work, they can't go to school, they can't do these things. And this is nothing to take away from people who have anxiety disorders. I'm saying is that it's been accentuated because those coping mechanisms have been taken out of the utility belt. And now everyone wants, to, they padded that, they buffered it so that you don't have to feel what it's like to go without so that when real life happens 
you don't don't fly out of the nest. You fall out of the nest and hit the damn ground and you want to be like, what's going on? Then you try to crawl up the tree and get back in the nest again. And that's what people uh, don't have the coping mechanisms. But but this is why I tell these younger guys, you guys are like, if you're 20 years old, bro, you have the fucking biggest opportunity fucking ever. Yes, you do. Because none of your fucking friends are right right because you could buy the dip yeah buy the dip you're you're in the easiest part of society in the history of america to win because none of your fucking friends are trying real talk yes because dude like when i was raised like everybody was hustling bro everybody was fucking hustling i knew coming out of high school that i was going to have to be bad as fuck and i didn't stress over any of this i stressed over if i was good enough like, am I fucking good enough to win? And you know what I did? I went out and made myself good enough. I learned my fucking lessons. And guess what? I, I got to become someone who won consistently. And no matter how much we bitch and moan and how much we cry and how much we say it's unfair and how much we say it's politically incorrect or how many laws we make or how many fucking participation trophies we give out, natural order is always going to remain the same. And so you are far better off equipping yourself to be a motherfucking warrior okay that's going to go out and win and execute and work than you are to be someone who's going to sit around your entire life waiting for things to become fair because let me tell you bro it ain't ever happening life isn't fucking fair it's never gonna happen and no matter what cultural like bro they could fucking put full-blown communism down on the table it still ain't gonna change that right Winners are going to fucking figure it out and they're going to fucking win. True. Two thumbs up for the grandma's board. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Guys, ain't I should be my grandma. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's what I'm talking about. I, 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 you know what? I'm going to go in there and just talk shit to the whole family. Every day that nobody yeah. calls, she's just fucking, yeah. she's pushing people yeah, yeah. down. That's how you get up. See, yeah. he's, making, he's making two that's calls a day. I'm telling you, I can see this right Listen. now. Andy's going to start creating the board. Yeah. He's going to have his own board. He's going to yeah. be like, it's right, right there. there. <laughs> That's the board. That's right. I got a board in the in the fucking podcast here, just like we had in fucking grade school. Where like when you when you when you fuck up, you yep. get your name on the board. That's right. And then what happens after that? You, you get checks. Yeah. All right. Right. So DJ. Right. Is, I forgot all about what that name shit. you see up there on the board. DJ. Okay. And right. notice he doesn't have any checks yet. Also. So have, what happened? How many checks you, is it? Two. No, you get four checks. Four checks. Yeah, but here's the thing: that just having his name on the board kept him from making the other four check mistakes. So, but what happened? After the fourth check, gotta run a mile Death. or some shit. Yeah, then it's checked out. No, public execution. <laughs> he doesn't fuck around, DJ. He does not fuck around. This is it. Public execution. <laughs> Pay per view. Hey, I mean business. Goddamn it. <laughs> all right. Oh fuck, oh, man. All right, that's all I got, bro. Yeah, that was a fun show, dude. Hey, thanks for coming in, man. No, thanks for having me, man. It's uh. It's been really cool to have you on the show. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you guys both. It was a great time. Training was awesome. I think that uh, we got to get together more often. Can I also say, uh, bro, thanks for being a good example of what it means to like contribute to other people. Like you, mm-hmm. you give more to other people without asking for fucking anything than I think anybody I know. And um, for those of you guys that don't follow Hani, where can they follow you at? Just Hani Rambod on instagram facebook yeah uh my youtube channel you guys should be following this dude because uh he the truth he, podcast yeah he does what's it called the truth the truth 
truth with how yeah, what do you mean what's it called you no, the one that fucking helped me name it you did I was motherfucker I remember that conversation I was there I was fucking talking this is what happens when he doesn't eat no his blood sugar is dipping right now no it's not no this is what happens when I don't have weed okay but you were talking I know the fucking name of your show bro that's why I said it's so good right after you said it. I said the truth with Honey With Honey Rambot. Yeah. That's right. I've been on the show. Remember? Yes. We wore the same shirts. <laughs> <laughs> he had a fucking Evagen shirt yep. on that was camouflaged, like his logo and camouflaged. And I hopped on with the first form shirt on that was camouflaged. And we argued over who fucking stole it from who. <laughs> I asked him, I said, where'd you get that? And he's like, I said, you know, my shit's been out there for a minute. He goes, yeah, we probably stole it from you. <laughs> it's like, it's all good. Bro, I just appreciate the fuck out of you, man. And I just, uh, you're a brother to me. And, and uh, you know, I just love you, man. I love you too. And yeah. I really appreciate our friendship and the incubator here that you've created to be able to grow outside of these four walls is going to be just an amazing journey to watch because I've seen what you've done here and how big you've grown this. And I truly believe that through the podcast and through all of the different media that you put out there, you're creating a lot of people. You're giving them a lot of those different skills that they have not been given. So kudos to you, man. Thank you, bro. And just for the record, you know what? No, I'm not suicidal for all the shit I said, just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know, it wasn't suicide. Just got to put that disclaimer out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, man. That's the show. Uh, please share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.